Hi. The Common Man and T-Bone podcast is brought to you by Care Heating and Cooling. Cold or sweaty is no way to go through life. Call my guys at Care Heating and Cooling for all your heating and cooling needs. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. And stay tuned after the podcast for special bonus content from past shows. I want you to come to my van dealership. Bye. Welcome to the dumbest part of your day. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Am I the only one when you say Reuters where I just picture a website run by Jason Giambi and Barry Bonds? It's like all steroid Reuters. What's up, man? Welcome to Reuters. You want the news? It sucks. It's bleak, man. Round the clock coverage. Is the Arnold happening or not? We're going to slap some dudes in the face. Featuring Panama Ted. Shut up, Ted! Five-minute delays with Leanna Ray. You guys like Bjork? And random sounds from the internet. Yes, sir! He's Shavakadoo! You want to sack? The guy is drunk! Whoopah! Watch your profanity. Would you not eat my pants? Ah! This is Man and Bone. <laughs> Happy Tuesday. Welcome in. Hello, Bone. Hello, man. We have a big show today. We that's do? All. That's yeah, all I'm huge gonna, that's show. That's all I'm going to say. Huge show. Inside the NFL, all the news and notes you need at 348. Rapid fire. Rapid fire. At 434. Game show in the 5 o'clock hour. What's the game, Boner? Uh, the game we're going to do this week in honor of our dessert madness bracket. We will crown a winner top of the 4 o'clock hour yeah. today. We're, we've got the Elite Eight. But I thought, let's do some dessert trivia. So we've been talking a lot of sweets the last week or so with Dessert Madness. So we've got some trivia based on that. Should be a lot of fun. It's the Elite Eight. Mm-hmm. A-T-E. I got, got it? That's right. That's how that works. Good call by you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I almost forgot about that. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Oh, and uh, Platinum Fox would like me to tell all of you that he went out and well, he didn't go out. He made someone else go out because mm-hmm. he's an animal, and got right. one of eight remaining desserts. So we've eaten all of these things today. Yeah. Now we didn't have the best version of all of these things today. We had the local grocery store version, which is good enough. Oh, still delicious. Still, but still delicious. Not, not the same as getting the what we've envisioned with this, you know, bracket the entire way is the most heightened version of the thing the the best version that you can imagine having and then you pit that against the yeah. other one right so if you're saying well apple pie what kind of apple pie whatever one you like the best mm-hmm. that's the one we're talking about when we talk about apple pie maybe it's a, a dutch apple pie sure with the streusel topping not bad at all yeah i have no problem with that i uh i i am never i don't think i've ever had like a straight apple pie with the, you know, the crust on top. I've always had it. What do you mean you've never had it? I don't think I've ever had it that way. Get out of here. I don't think I've ever. Of course you have. No, I'm serious. I'm telling you. you. I think every Stupid. time I've had it, I've had it with either the crumble streusel stuff or, yeah, like, I, I don't think I've ever had it just completely covered. Well, that's stupid. I, I can tell you that I've never had it with the cheese on top. No, I've never done There are done some that people either. that put cheddar cheese on top of the apple pie and the ones who do swear by it i have not had that that's uh i want to say like uh wisconsin minnesota somewhere up there i want to say that's a thing i think at least that's where it's got its start i want to say i don't know you don't know 
I, I do know, actually. I'm telling <laughs> you. you. Don't know I'm anything. telling you right now. Let's move on. No. Top of the four o'clock hour, we will crown a dessert winner. Uh, LeBron took it to the Cavs last night, scoring 33 in the Lakers' win. He says he's having a blast. Here's what LeBron had to say. I'm literally having the time of my life right now. The game is such a beautiful thing. He says, I couldn't care less what the narrative about our team is. At my point in my career, I don't get involved in that stuff. I don't read about it. I don't hear it too much. None of that stuff matters to me. I'm having a blast playing the game of basketball. Well, first of all, I don't believe you, LeBron. I believe you You hear a lot more than than probably you need to. He's right. Like At this stage in his career, what does he have to listen to? Go out there and play. No, but LeBron has said this in the past where it's like, hey, guys, you know, trading for players, signing free agents, coaches getting hired and fired. I'm just a simple caveman. Right. I'm, not, I'm not involved in that stuff. LeBron, you're involved in all of it. Yeah, but I think here he's saying, I don't put too much stock in what the media says about my performance. I know when I'm doing well or not. I don't need, you know, Brian Windhorst to tell me he thinks that there's a problem with the Lakers. He knows what's good and what's not. But anyway, yeah, I... I Watching that game last night and seeing just how good this dude is. I know I keep bringing this up, but shouldn't we Shouldn't we all marvel at the fact that the man is 37 years old and he's currently tied for the lead in scoring in the NBA? Last night, he had a dunk. Yes, running through the lane, jumping and having pretty much no resistance. Kevin Love started to you know motion towards him and then said, uh-oh, I've seen this movie a bunch of times and got out of the way, got out of line for that. LeBron's head was at the rim, and then he dunks it like it looked like 20-year-old LeBron. It does not. This man does not age. I am shocked by this. Someday he will. Someday he will fall off. And I know that, you know, we can argue about merits of his game, certain things he does well, crunch time, all these other things. There, There's going to be highlights of him. There's going to be lowlights of him. But the guy is leading the league in scoring at 37 years old. Whether you want to go into the Lakers need him to do that or not, okay, being able to do it at 37 is still a thing, right? Wouldn't we all admit that's pretty impressive when Wenyan Gabriel My is starting for the Lakers, when Austin Reeves is starting for the Lakers, when old and broken down, old and broken down Dwight Howard came into the league well after LeBron came into the league, and when Dwight Howard's no good, we say, well, of course, Dwight Howard's super old. When Kevin Love's no good, we say, yeah, because he's super old. LeBron's older than all those guys, and he's still this good. That's what's shocking to me. It's stunning. Stunning. I know what this is. I realize what I'm doing is I'm going to the Louvre. I'm looking at the Mona Lisa and going, wow, what a painting. Like, yes, that's why there's a line. That's why it was $200 a ticket last night to go see Cleveland. Getting the door price, $200. I know he's still good. It's just shocking to me that he's this good, this old. That's what I'm saying. You know what's shocking to me? I hit my knee on a desk 90 minutes ago, (laughs) and I'm still on the verge of tears. Let me tell you something. Here's some inside radio for you. I went into one of our studios to cut a QC Kinetics commercial, which has not aired yet. Mm -hmm. But I wish I saved the original version because as I'm cutting this commercial, I hit my knee on the side of the desk and I unleashed a swearing tirade that few people have ever heard. I mean, it was ridiculous. I wish I would have heard. And I'm telling you, Teddy, if it happened in here, 
I've got a lot of discipline being on the radio for as long as I have. You would have had to dump me out. I would not be able to control myself. I've never hurt my knee like this before. I hit a nerve or something in my knee because 90 minutes later, it still hurts me. Yeah, that is a thing with getting older, right? Where you get those little ouchies that you seem to bounce back from in the next. The, the, oh, you'll probably terrible. Have, I'm going. I'm, I may go home. You'll have a break. You'll have a bruise the side of a, a grapefruit on your knee for probably a week after this. And so next still, week. And you won't feel right. When you hear, you know, common man here for QC Kinetics. Just think about the other version that you're just not know, hearing. At some point, there was a version where you just dropped a bunch of F-bombs in a row in the middle of that commercial. Well, and, and the whole thing is for, hey, does your knee hurt? Does your joints hurt? Yes, it hurts. <laughs> Help me. Yeah, but they didn't cause your pain. You caused your pain I there because you slammed your knee into but a But now desk. I'm a hypochondriac, so now I'm worried, like, is this permanent? Did I permanently injure my nerves in my knee? I think you did. I think let's why, just lean why do into you that. Say that. I think let's just lean no, into it. I already need to be taken away in a butterfly net. <laughs> I don't need that on top well, of it. Well, that's what I'm I'm just leaning into that now. When we have irrational fears, just do the same for me. When I'm really freaking out about something, just be like, yeah, you're probably right, Bone. You're right. The whole station's going to crumble because right. we forgot to update our Twitter or whatever it is. Like, yeah, when I'm ranting about that, just remind me of how stupid it is. Right, anyway, my knee hurts, just so you know. And you're only five years older than LeBron, and he's leading the NBA in scoring. What a piece of gar- garbage you are. I am. I can't, can't even cut a commercial. You can't even cut a commercial without going on the 10-day disabled list, and over here, LeBron's leading the league in scoring. Why do we make these stupid radio desks with these sharp angles know. underneath? <laughs> I don't Why? Know. Because they look good. Because that's what you need in a look radio studio. for what? I don't know. The fan TV that no one's watching? No, but I mean, that's bad enough in the radio studio where presumably there's a TV product that could be attached to it. In the production studios, there's no reason for that. Have everything. In fact, you should have the entire studio padded for many reasons, mostly because we're dumb, but also just for sound purposes too, right? Just pad the desks so that way you won't have this issue. Buckeye women advanced to the Sweet 16 after beating LSU last night. I did watch some of the game. I know you watched the entire thing. Yeah. My wife and I were watching it. Uh, we, we enjoyed it. I listened it. to it as well. Yeah, we've, we've been watching <laughs> Maddie Andrews getting it done. By the way, Maddie Andrews said he got in at 4 o'clock this, this morning. This guy is a, he is a workhorse, man. He walked in here at 10 o'clock yeah. in the morning, and he said he did laundry and got a haircut. Yeah. Actually, he said, I did laundry and got a haircut. Hell with you, Maddie. I hit my knee on the desk. I'm going to be out of commission for three weeks. (laughs) Yeah, but that is that is honestly uh, an impressive showing by him to come back because I remember watching this game thinking, "Oof, it's a little late. Time to go to bed. Bye." And then he got done with all that, had to do all his media stuff, and then flew back and got here to work about the same time I did. So good for Matt. Meanwhile, another good perk here working at the radio station. My computers just restarted themselves because Mm. the company needs me to. Yeah. That's well. That's that's how I'm this just works. On, I'm just on the air doing a radio show. <laughs> I don't need computers in front of me. Yeah, I know, man. It's uh, it's a weird time. I will say this about the OSU women's basketball are we getting, team. Are we doing that? Well, I give you a little. I give you a little something. Yeah. Just a little bit of analysis because I did watch this game and I've watched this team quite a bit this year. J.C. Sheldon, the star of the team, she's great. She had a, almost had a double double yesterday. Eight assists, twenty three points, but. They're talking about her on the broadcast. They're going nuts about her because she just is, you know, dynamic, gets in the lane, makes the right reads, makes good passes, plays great defense, all those things. Taylor Mikesell is a great shooter that this team has been lucky enough to get transferred in from Maryland. 
there's a chance you see Ohio State and Maryland possibly playing for a spot to go to the Final Four. That's that's one of the matchups that could fall their way. Uh, they play Texas next, so that game is on Friday. You will hear that, of course, on our fan properties. I'm not sure exactly where it'll be yet, but we'll get that info for you. You can always hear it as well. Uh, you go online, you can listen to us as well, 971thefan.com. Good for you. I also don't like Kim Mulkey, LSU's head coach. Oh, I don't like Can't her either. Can't stand her. You know oh. who did like her? Who? Whoever was producing that game for TV. Last night, they showed her like a 300 I mean. times it in was, that it game. Was, it was the Kim Mulkey show. And she she loses her mind. That's she's, why they show her. They show her out of her mind. And she has like, you know, bright colored clothing on and let her live. Wear how, wherever you want. I don't mind that. Some people, Holtman wears pink suits. That's fine. Wear whatever you got to do. I don't care. Wear, wear whatever you want. But she's like out inside the three point line while the game is going on, yelling at the refs, how yelling at her players. How did she not get a technical foul for that? I don't know. That. And then I'm watching the game and the, the forgotten man they're showing McGuff the crime dog over there for like a hot second. Like, oh, he better be careful. Kevin McGuff might get a technical. He's out on the floor. And I'm like, what game are Meanwhile, you watching? Kim, Kim Mulkey's Kim Mul- taking all their clothes off. Kim Mulkey has been refing half the I game. I don't want your life. If you Start don't stripping off her clothes. If you if you don't remember Kim Mulkey from her previous stops, she used to coach at Baylor. They had a big breakup this past offseason. She went to LSU, brought back all the boosters, and now LSU's good at basketball again. Whatever. Not last night. No, not last night. But she at Baylor was famous a few years ago when the Art Briles stuff went down. And everyone said, ooh, how could you let your kids go to Baylor after that? What a terrible institution. She got on a microphone in front of the crowd Come at on, Baylor. Punch you in your face. She said, if you if you hear someone say that about your kid, how do you let your kid go to Baylor? I'll punch him right in the mouth. And it's like, all right. Well, that's that'll show them the, the Christian love and virtues that we've been missing at Baylor. You're right, Kim. That's good. And then she apologized for that later because she realized she sounded like a psychopath. Which, no, she didn't right. realize that. Someone told her she well, sounded right. like a psychopath. True enough. Whatever. I'm just giving. She did actually apologize for that dumb statement. So whatever. But yeah, I'm no fan. So good. I'm glad she lost. I'm glad Ohio State won. That is your women's basketball take for, I don't know, the next few days. Yarmo had some comments after a largely uneventful trade deadline. You will hear. From Mr. Finland. You know, everybody from Finland, super happy. Super happy. That's what we learned. Happiest place in the Mm -hmm. world, Finland. I know that. Mm -hmm. They're not banging their knees on the desks in Finland. They got padded desks everywhere you go. I'll move there. You need that. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. You'll find a disabled vehicle blocking the left lane of I-71 southbound after Hudson. Traffic is stop and go from North Broadway in this area. Police and ODOT crews remain on scene trying to get things cleaned up. Please be very careful over here in the meantime. This traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low down payments and flexible payment options to help the customers stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Oh, hello! I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my 
friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company, be the queef can trust. Come for the obesity, stay for the anger. This is Common Man and T-Bone. I'm going to get to Yarmo in a minute. Allow me a second. Okay. To discuss New York City Mayor Eric Adams. Look, I am just a knuckle dragger from flyover country. I don't pay taxes in the city of New York, but both of these things can be true, right? Kyrie can be a selfish idiot, yes. which can be true. Yes. And this policy that exists in New York State can be totally asinine. And I'm, I'm reading some comments from Eric Adams today. He says, right now we're going to take some complaints. But when it's all said and done, people are going to realize this is a thoughtful administration and we got it right. So baseball, basketball, businesses, all of those things, they have to wait until that layer comes. Look, this isn't about protecting people at this point. This is about serious, inconsistent holes in this policy that you have in place where unvaccinated people can fly into your city... Play in your city, yet the unvaccinated guy who plays for a New York team cannot play in your city. Look, if he was across the board, nobody can play unless they're vaccinated. All right, maybe it's harsh, but I get it. I get what you're trying to do. This entire thing is full of inconsistency. And every single time he opens his mouth, it's just more stupidity. Yeah, I'm, of course, not someone who... Like, my position on Kyrie is very weird, and I get that it may be hard to grasp because I love Kyrie Irving, the basketball player. I really don't see eye to eye with Kyrie Irving, the guy off the court, on a lot of things. How many musicians do you listen to that you wouldn't be friends with, but you can appreciate their music? Yeah, I'm just saying, like, I have, I have. I'm not saying this because I deserve to see Kyrie Irving, the basketball player, or someone owes it to me. It you're right though. Like it is completely inconsistent at this point to have Kyrie Irving be able to sit courtside at a Nets game or to have any number of Mets or Yankees players sitting in the stands for games but not be able to play in the game in that place. When unvaccinated opposing yes, players can yes, come in and play. Yes. Or, yeah, or if you go sit in the stands, there's no requirement there, right, for you to be vaccinated, unvaccinated. No. So then when unvaccinated Kyrie goes and sits next to unvaccinated whoever at a Nets game, at a home game, and then he gets up and then the next day, like they wanted to find him, right? Or did they find him? They I did. can't remember. They find well, him, they yeah. find the team. Because he, he went into the locker room after the game, which he's not supposed to do. But the next night, he's going to travel to Memphis or Dallas or wherever they're going next. And he's going to not only be on the plane there, be in the locker room, he's going to play in the game. I know. It, it drives me crazy because they will hide behind the label of science. This is not science. This is optics. Yeah, That's what right, this is. Right. If you were truly following the science, this would not exist. I don't even honestly, like, I know there are people that get all worked up and say, this is them trying to get government control. It's like, I'm not even going there. I th- I think they genuinely feel like... How is it tough? It's tough. I'm sure it is to be the mayor of that city and say to mom and pop bakery, we think this is a good idea. You need to, if you're going to have people working for you, they need to be vaccinated. That's our rule in New York City. 
oh, but the multi-million dollar, you know, player who plays for the billion dollar sports franchise, now we're going to let him play because we just gave them an exception because, yay, he's from out of town. No, no, no. I'm saying to, I understand why they're not going to give a carve out to the Mets, Yankees, and Nets or Knicks. Like, I understand that part of it. From the standpoint of it's got to be consistent for everyone, whether you have two employees or seven million or whatever. At some point, maybe that policy is just a little, uh, I don't know, done. Like maybe it's time to well, relax yeah, think, the policy. I think the whole policy is outdated. Right. At this point. At this point. What are we doing? And I look, I, I am no fan of Kyrie Irving. You know that if you listen to this show. I think he is selfish. I think he's weird. I think he's dangerous because a lot of people look up to him and put stupid thoughts in their head. I think it's all, all that's true. But he can also be right on this. Yeah. Oh, and I support him sitting courtside doing whatever he wants to do there. By the way, tomorrow night, not that everyone's going to want to tune into this, but like Kyrie Irving is going to play. I mentioned Memphis. They are playing Memphis tomorrow night on ESPN. It will be a huge game because Memphis is trying to be one of the top three seeds in the West. And the Nets are trying to get out of a play-in spot and move up and try to actually just be in the playoffs in general. This is a huge game, and Kyrie versus John Morant is a huge matchup. Kevin Durant's been out of his mind. It's going to be an epic basketball game. It would not be nearly as compelling. It would still be interesting. Not nearly as compelling if this game was in Brooklyn. Yeah. Because of the stupid rule they have at this point. So I've supported a lot of this stuff. I obviously got all my vaccines, got the booster, did all that. That is nothing to do with this stupid policy. Yeah, it's not about that. It's about... What is this? What is this? What good is this doing at this point? Uh, NHL trade deadline was yesterday at 3 p.m. Max Domi goes away. He goes to Carolina. Here's what Yarmo had to say. Sometimes things take a little longer. Sometimes they get done sooner. This one took it right to the wire. The main thing is we got it done. He was asked why Corpus is still on the team. He says we need two capable goalies. Obviously, Elvis is injured now. And he's going to be out for a bit. Translation, we were offered nothing for Corpy, so we kept him. Well, right. I mean, I, I know that he probably can't say that, but... Well, that's we fine. All, we all know it's not... I'll a, tell you. I, you're not going to get a playoff spot this year. That that was a pipe dream. And if you had any delusions of it happening, the Capitals game last week where they got absolutely smoked, took erased all that for you. But... It's not about having two capable backups. It's that you couldn't get anything for this guy that was worth moving him when, you know, they could have. I mean, well, you could have waited too a while long. ago. Yeah, they waited too long. Yeah, and be decisive, and they, they did not do that. He says, We wish Max Domi the best and thank him for everything he did for us. Uh, he said, they, they anticipate being more active in the offseason. He says, The moves we're looking to make are more offseason trades. Not a lot of teams this time of year, especially the ones who are gearing up for the playoffs, want to give up anything on their roster. We have plenty of prospects who are going to take a little time before they make an impact at the NHL level. So what we'd be looking for is a player who would be ready to make that impact right away. We thought there may be an outside chance we can get into a deal that would help us down the stretch, but in the future also. But they just weren't available right now, and we thought they wouldn't be. I'm not saying, I know what he's getting at. He's saying now our priorities have changed, but I'm old enough to remember, Mike, all of, you know, last summer and the summer before that where Jackets didn't make some of the moves that we thought they would, and they said, hey, you don't get the same deal that you would get in the season at the trade deadline. That's where all the moves happen. And it's like, now we're saying, hey, man, the trade deadline, no one wants to move anybody. It's all about the summer moves. And it's like, well, which one is it? Can we pick one? Because 
it, a lot of times it feels like you're not getting the deals done that you think should have happened. Maybe it's not because players weren't available. Maybe it's not because summer, middle of the season, there's just no one ever available. It might be that the guys that you're now offering, you didn't offer at the right times. You may have mistimed that. And that may be why you're not able to pull some players at this point. Someone says Urban is the worst ever. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for a disabled vehicle causing slowdowns on I-71 northbound before Cook Road. Traffic is backed up to 17th Avenue in this area. And another disabled vehicle on the right side of 71 southbound after Hudson Street. Traffic is slow here as well. Watch out for the ODOT cruise on scene. Traffic report is sponsored by eBay Motors. Getting stuck in traffic is part of owning a car. Getting stuck as you don't have the right parts doesn't have to be. That's because eBay Motors has all the right parts at the right prices. 122 million of them. So keep moving and moving in style at ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic. The podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. I end every commercial the same way, telling you to hire care when you need a company you can trust. It's not just a slogan. It's the Care Creed with arms wide open. The way they live their life and the way they strive to be remembered by you, the customer, at the end of every interaction with Care. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Just be glad you aren't as stupid as these two. Oh, yes. This, this is Common Man and T-Bone. Common Man and T-Bone brought to you by Hinder Motorsports here on The Fan. Four o'clock, we will unveil a champion in Dessert Madness. We had 64 desserts that we started with. We are down to eight, and a champion will be unveiled. And that champion will get a prize. Oh, what will the price and find will, a huge brownie and pin a medal to it? How well we have some brownies here. I mean, we're we're we were brought in a bunch of food that uh, Platinum Fox dropped off for us. All the examples of mm-hmm. the Elite Eight. Now we he have, dropped off a frosted brownie, which yeah, I'm not opposed to. I love a frosted brownie. It's not when I thought of a brownie, I am thinking of the flaky top crust that you know usually is what I have. Yeah. But well, you throw the frosting on mm. there. It's mm. not even a contest with some of these. I should have been thinking of that. Uh, USA Today compiled a list of the 13 worst coaching tenures in NFL history. Spoiler alert, they have Urban Meyer at number one. But I will now start at number 13. Okay. Marty Morningweg, former Lions coach, he went 5-27 and 27 with the Lions for a winning percentage of 156. David Shula, Bengal fans remember him well. He went 19 and 52 during his time. That's a long ass time for David Shula. Yeah, he got a while, didn't he? That was longer than I thought, than I remember. He got a while, yeah. Winning percentage of 268. Uh, Then it's Burt Bell. He was in the 40s. Who cares? Bobby Petrino at number 10. Uh, He only lasted 13 games for the Falcons, won three of them. That was when he went back to college. He quit on them. Yeah. Not they fired him, although they probably. Very well could have done that. Uh, Lou Holtz was the head coach of the New York Jets for the first 13 games of that season. Also went 3-10, and 10, then went away. Uh, Pete McCulley, Rod Marinelli, another Lions coach at number yeah. 7. He was 10-38 and 38 during his time there. And no list is complete. When Teddy first sent me this list, I said, if there's not one guy on this list, then it's not a real list. And that is Rich Kotite. <laughs> now, Rich Kotite... When he was with the Eagles, 
was all right. Yeah. Four seasons with the Eagles, 36 and 28. That's a pretty respectable record. It's not the best. It's not the worst. Then he went to the Jets. Yeah. Where he was 4 and 28 for a winning percentage of 125. Yeah. And that's the Rich Cotite we tend to remember. Um, Also, and I've said this many times, I'll say it again. Rich Cotite, I've never seen a picture of him smiling. Every picture is him just looking like someone. And I know that he's not. He was a very like knowledgeable coach. That's why he got all these jobs. But Rich Kotite looks like if you grabbed a dad out of the stands in the 90s, like you coach the team now, and he just has a look on his face often of, what's all this? What are we doing here? Like He's trying to figure it out. It's like a, like a tourist looking at a map of the subway yes, system in New York City. confused all the time. And it's just, I think that's just how his face sits when he's thinking or whatever else. But yeah, it's not a great look. I'm also willing to say that Rich Kotite has never worn a pair of jeans in his I, entire I, life. I tend to agree with that. He's worn khakis his entire life. Days off, laying around the couch, khakis. I, I Yes, I think that's right. Number five on the list is Cam Cameron. He lasted one season with the Dolphins. He was 1-15 in 15, and then gone. Hmm. Uh, Rod Rust, Patriots... Uh, he was one in fifteen with them. Bill Peterson with the Oilers was one in eighteen seventies, early seventies. Yeah. Uh, then Hugh Jackson's number two. Yeah, your guy Hugh Jackson, three thirty six and one, winning percentage of oh eighty eight <laughs> with the Cleveland Browns, and they have Urban number one, worst coaching tenure of all time. Well, I think I think that's. I mean, like I just said, there's a couple guys on this list you and I don't even remember. I know, but... Of the ones that we can remember, this was about as disastrous as it could go, correct? With all the, the hype surrounding it, I mean, he was 2-11, and 11, winning percentage of 154. But then you factor in the, the off-the-field the stuff, the butt-cracky massage and not flying back with the team and, you know, kicking the kicker and... Uh, what else? Not knowing players who play in the league and screaming at coaches, dressing people down. Well, he started off hiring a strength and conditioning coach that everyone said that's not going to go well. And he was like, ah, Chris I Doyle. That's doing. right. I even, I forgot about that. And then, part of it. and then what happened? He had to five or six days later say, okay, never mind. That hired. Well, whoops, that's a bad idea. So I guess I wouldn't say that Urban Meyer is the worst coach of all these guys that I named. All right, no. but just the way that it went. Yeah. It was a complete and total disaster. Well, that's that's the way I read it is. And maybe, who knows, if you had the current social media, the amount of people who report on the NFL, if you had that during the Rich Cotite era... Oh, you think they'd dig maybe, up some dirt? Well, I don't know if you'd have him at the Rich Cotite Steakhouse... You know, Rich Cotite is with some ladies, pleasuring but, himself feverishly while watching film with Charles Haley. Right, I don't, I don't know that that would have happened. I'm just pointing out we didn't get a athletic behind the scenes. This is what really went down. We didn't get that because the athletic did not exist at the time. There wasn't an outlet for that. There were, yes, there were big outlets that covered the sport, but not quite in the same way you get now with some of the blogs and the. Social media stuff that we have, so... I didn't even bring up the Tim Tebow stuff, which was embarrassing for him and Tebow. You know what? Sad I didn't remember that either, because I have a Tim Tebow Jaguars tight end card. Timmy Timmy Hall pulled one of those out of a pack of sports cards, and it had they made a a card this year, an NFL card, of Tim Tebow on the Jags, wearing the gear. That's a collector's item. Well, I got it. 
I'm keeping it. Hold on to that one. I'm going to get it graded and all that stuff. I'm going to sell it for eight NFTs. Uh, Phil Mickelson is skipping the Masters this year. Hmm. I, I presume, Teddy, it's because of all the off-the-course stuff, right? I mean, he's not injured or there's nothing no, there. He is perfectly healthy. He just doesn't want to get heckled by people. by That or they told him they didn't want him there. But Would they do that? I don't probably not. Don't it's probably more on that. it's probably more on him that he just decided I didn't well, want didn't, to deal with all he, that. He had a statement that said I'm good. I, I mean, this can mean anything, right? He can take yes. any number of time off, but he said I'm going to take some time away from the sport to focus on becoming the man yes. I want to be and all yes. that. So, uh, a way to show that you're, I'm sure he's trying at all. He is trying to do right now is claw back his level of sincerity and goodwill. Yeah, so, and I'll say that he does have a lot of respect for that tournament. So him personally probably doesn't want to show up there because then the story would be all about him. Well, he couldn't show up there. Yeah, he'd have to without sh- without all the other stuff. Yeah. getting. Well, let me like, let me ask you, Teddy. Is he'd it- have to go on. I'm saying he'd have to go on the rehabilitation image rehabilitation tour for like a year before that. Is for it, it not possible to, to do that though? Do you think he can do things the right way and then he's embraced by people, or do you think he's just damaged for all time? I don't think anybody's probably permanently damaged doing kind of what he he did because we've seen people get forgiven for worse things than what he has said and done. Yeah, well, that's true, true enough. I mean, people are lining up to get O.J. Simpson's autograph as we speak, yes, probably yes. on the golf course. Oh, yeah. I, what I'm getting to, though, with Phil Mickelson is if this if he had made these comments, let's say, in June of last year, there might be a chance that he takes off the rest of the, you know, any other majors that would have been it doesn't play in the what at the players championship right late in the fall whenever when is that Ted early fall am this I wrong a couple weeks ago oh, okay well then there that's when it <laughs> is I don't know you, tell you me don't know what the hell we're talking about the point is maybe he could have like started a comeback now like eight or nine months after those yes. comments and then kind of hey, he's played at a couple tournaments we had the big press conference you think he'll he make it back this year this season Teddy or does he take the entire season off uh, I would think he probably takes. A good bit of this year, maybe maybe late in the year, but at this point, probably he's going to be off for the rest of the year. I bet, yeah. All right. I'm I'm telling you, I think he, whether he is sincere or just wants to be perceived that way, I think he's going to want to look very sincere, and that's going to mean missing some big time tournaments like the Masters. So, give it enough time, I think. Yes, people may come back to him if he does and says the right things. Now, he hasn't won the U.S. Open, and I think that's in like June, early June. So if he doesn't come back for that, then why come back for anything well, else? Well, you know, a good tournament where he could come back to get a lot of notoriety. <laughs> yes. Come back right here to Dublin. <laughs> that could be the way he knocks the rust off and does his you know, imagery ab tour. Maybe that's the way he does it. All the news and notes you need as we go inside the NFL coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for a disabled vehicle causing delays on 71 northbound before Cook Road. Traffic is still slow from 17th Avenue in this area. And a disabled vehicle on 71 southbound after Hudson Street. Police and ODOT crews remain on scene. Traffic is slow from North Broadway. This traffic report is sponsored by Insperity. Insperity providing HR support for 30 plus years, including access to better benefits and HR technology. Insperity's mission is to help businesses succeed so communities prosper. Insperity, HR that makes a difference. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common Man here for care, heating, and cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, 
I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. Objects in radio may be dumber than they appear. This is Man and Bone. Teddy, some bad news for you. I saw that Luis Castillo likely will not be ready for opening day. He was having some shoulder soreness. They shut him down. He's playing long toss again, so he's on the mend, but will not be ready for the opening day start. That means the Reds will only win 74 games now oh. instead of 75. So, well, pretty, I mean, I, that's pretty optimistic. Sonny Gray number there. has gone away. You know, he probably would have gotten the opening day nod. Now, Castillo is not going to be there for opening day. Mm-mm. So the good news is, you know who it's going to be? Who? Oil Can Boy. <laughs> will, be, nice. will be your opening alive? day starter. Good for I, him. I, I don't hope, know if I he's he alive. I hope he is. I really do. Uh, Rest yeah. in peace. I wonder how many, honestly, how many Reds fans, with all this that came down the last couple weeks, well, last week, last, it was all last week. How many Reds fans are genuinely just looking at this season and saying, if we go to a game, it'll be for, you know, just a family outing. We're not going to care about who's in town or what this, you know, we're not paying attention to that. It'll just be to have a day out at the ballpark, but I'm not watching. I'm not seeking out the Reds. I'm not checking in on their games every night. Like I usually do. I wonder how many people are just going to flat out say, yeah, I'm not going to bother watching the Reds this year. Not going to make it a priority. I couldn't blame you if you did. I'll save up my cash for Bengal tickets. Might as well. I mean, that's the yeah. t- that's the game you want to go to. That's right. Certainly don't want to go see FC Cincinnati be poo for like the eighth, f- fifth straight year. Hey, so yeah, a couple wins in a row. I saw. Yeah, that's that's. All well, I'm just saying. Gold. That's called pyrite, my friend. Fool's gold. <laughs> right. That's what that is. Yep. <laughs> inside the NFL, let's do it. Common man and T bones inside the NFL. Brought to you by my friend Dick Masheter Ford. Open twenty four seven at MasheterFord.net. Bone. Well, man, the Rams are trying to figure out how to keep their Super Bowl winning roster together. Les Snead, their general manager, is trying to formulate that and and figure it out. So Aaron Donald, there was the thought that maybe he could retire if the Rams won the Super Bowl. There's been no formal announcement. There was, of course, a lot of discussion during the Super Bowl parade, but that's all just everybody being drunk. Aaron Donald, you know, the guy who, uh, number 99, he's going to be a problem problem for us. I don't know if you caught on to that. He's tough. Anyway, that guy... Uh, apparently Les Snead has said they'd like to have him back. No shock there. He said, quote, we've definitely chatted with Aaron, his representation. We're trying to come up with a win-win solution to reward Aaron, but still definitely be able to continue trying to compete as a team at the highest level. So we're in progress there. I know Aaron's articulated to us that he would like to be back, and he would definitely like to continue and try to do special things, not only as an individual player, but as a team. I just want to point That's out. That's a lot of gobbledygook yeah, right there. And I got to tell you, between him and Aaron Rodgers, the amount of times I have heard some guy in a suit over the last couple years say, we really want Aaron to be a part of our organization going forward. I'm getting sick of that phrase. I understand it's not related. I'm just saying, I wish Aaron Donald's name or Aaron Rodgers' name was not Aaron because I'm really getting sick of hearing A.A. Ron be talked about all the time. Well, you know, it, it's time to make the announcement. We're going to have a new host on this show. Oh, Third wheel, Aaron Carter. Oh, Aaron Carter. Yes, the the musician. 
Is he, which was he the more famous Carter? Because there was there, or who am no, I thinking? Nick of? Carter was Nick Backstreet Carter's. Boys. Yeah, yeah, that's his brother then Aaron. Younger brother Aaron, not as good. Well, he's going to be great for our show. Okay. We're looking forward to having Aaron in the well. fold. We love to have him here. I can't get away from it. It's just Aaron all the We're time. We're excited for Aaron to do nice things. You know that is my wife's claim to fame. What's that? She will tell me that one day she was in Times Square and Aaron Carter came on to her. Really? Yeah. Well, that's what she says. I I think she's lying. Why not? Maybe he did. Maybe he walked ah, up. He was giving me the eye. Well, then you should have went with him. <laughs> you're saying, Go call, ahead. You're calling her bluff, huh? Go ahead. Call him up right now. Yeah, maybe. I'm available. <laughs> That'd be fun. He's on heroin and you're old. That would be a wonderful <laughs> combo. <laughs> I like how in your mind, it's the same. Heroin, old. Yep, both of us have problems. Poppy's got some problems. Uh, also, more Les Snead. This is all Les Snead all the time. The GM of the Rams got a lot of like run here. evil name, doesn't Les it? Snead? Les Snead. Yeah, it does. It also, it's it sounds like, oh, uh, what's, wow. Uh, sounds like Will Power, the IndyCar driver. It's like, that name's too convenient. Like, I don't know, Les Need. You're a GM. You don't have needs. You have wants, but you don't have needs. Anyway, Rams definitely want Odell Beckham Jr. back, they say. They don't need him back. They want him back. That's from Les Need. Anyway, Odo Beckham Jr., of course, tore his ACL, has a bit of a recovery to go through. But Les Steen, now wait for it. Here's what he says about OBJ, Aaron Donald. Who can say? He's someone we definitely want back. A little bit more complex situation based on the injury. We envision it being similar, but different circumstances to last year. When Odell's ready to play, we'd appreciate him being part of the Rams. So, yeah, they'd like to have all these guys. They'd like them all not to be hurt. Can they keep this roster together? Given the amount of money everyone's going to want, given they just won a Super Bowl, that's always the trick. But you well, got they the just ring. gave Allen Robinson some money too. Yeah, you did. So you got another weapon there for for Matt Stafford, and he's getting a lot of money too. So everyone's getting money now. They've won the Super Bowl. That's kind of how it works. Uh, speaking of winning the Super Bowl, that's what the Browns are trying to do by shining, signing Deshaun Watson. That too. Uh, Florio brought this up, and I usually think he is just. He's very annoying with a lot of his things, but let me just bring this to your attention. He is floating that there's still the possibility that the NFL comes down really hard on Deshaun Watson. I don't think it's likely. I just think it's an interesting thought to throw out there, which is basically Deshaun Watson, you're going to settle these cases and this is going to end now this off season. And then you're going to take a suspension. That's the NFL. That's what we've done our investigation. That's what we feel like you should do. If you want to keep pursuing these cases and play out the legal process, we're not going to have you on the field while that happens. You'll be on the commissioner exempt list where you'll get all of your money while you sit out like you did last year. I don't know that they'll get to that point where they just quasi suspend him again for another season, but it's an interesting thought that I'm wondering if the Browns are doing a lot of thought too. My guess is mostly, most likely what happens is settlement occurs most all of this goes away, and then he gets a suspension from the league. Wait a minute. You mean Florio is writing a piece trying to sound smarter than everybody else? Oh, and using um, his legal background? Have you, ha, no one has considered this, but... Mm, mm, yeah. It's That's a, all he does. It's a very small possibility, but I guess it's a 
worthwhile possibility to throw out. No one is discussing it like this, but I'm going to show you how smart I am. That's my Florio impersonation. Do you like it? He does do a lot of that where he like, in this case, it's his version of picking the 116 upset in the bracket. And then when it hits the one time out of the eight years, he does it. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but no one is discussing it. By the way, Aaron Carter came on to me in Times Square. (laughs) I could have had him. Are you are you equating your wife's level of annoyance Whatever. to, to uh, Florio's? I don't know. Okay. All right, coming up next. We will declare a winner in Dessert Madness. Call your friends. Say this is the time to listen. Hmm. I don't know. It is. It's definitely the time. And Aaron Carter joins us. Can't wait. Hate cinnamon rolls. That's what I know. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for a disabled vehicle still causing slowdowns on I-71 northbound before Cook Road. Traffic is still building this area. You'll also find some delays on 71 southbound between 5th Avenue and East Broad Street. That's going to be a five-minute backup. This traffic report is sponsored by Nature Valley Crunchy Bars. Everyone knows that Nature Valley Crunchy Bars are, well, crunchy. What they don't know is that they're also packed with 16 grams of whole grains ready to help you get out there. Nature Valley for every adventure. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care, make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. Highly medicated, barely educated. This is Common Man and T-Bone. All right, here's my question to you. Yes. Doesn't Austin Matthews look like a serial killer? Oh, man. I'm not I, saying that he is. I saw this video of Toronto. They have some, I don't know, are these like official sweaters? Or are these just like some replicas they're making? I don't know what to make of that, like that jersey that they're running out there. But they had a video of him wearing this shirt. And I, for a second, thought, did they find a homeless person to like do this? And that's no knock on the homeless. It's just saying he didn't look like someone who had like been prepared to be on camera. That's all. No, if... If your friend brought over Austin Matthews, yeah. and it, what, he, he's not Austin Matthews, though, in this scenario. You don't, yeah, you don't know. He's his... just a guy who looks like that. Right. I'm in love with him. We're going to get married. You would have an intervention. <laughs> you would say, look, I, I don't know this guy. I'd never met him. He's got people buried in his cellar. No doubt. Like, don't believe this guy. Well, here's the thing, because there are photos of him. There are uh there's been interviews of him where he's like like all cleaned up he's all shaved he's got his hair done nice and he looks you know like a normal looking human being to even maybe some would argue a slightly handsome human being but come on when he's in full mid-season mode where it's just everything's grown out and not a lot of attention to what the appearance looks like day to day see it's the it's the eyes for me yes i mean he's got a little bit of an eight head and you know, nature has not been kind to him. However, we always talk about Chops and his crazy eyes. Oh, awesome. These man. eyes, these eyes aren't eyes. crazy. They're like dead eyes. Yeah. Well, the other like part of that, like you said, he's he's got a, a bit of an unfortunate face. You said nature's not been kind to him. 
was kind in other ways as far as his ability to score oh, yes. a hockey puck. I, I will take him in a second. Oh, I'm saying I think most people would say, all right, you have an ugly looking face. You are not the handsomest person in the room, but you can do whatever sport you want as well as Austin Matthews does hockey. I'd say I'd take the I'd see, take the ugly even, mug. It's not even an ugly face. I mean, it's not the best looking face in the world, but I can't explain it to you. I'm actually terrified looking at a picture of him. No, I, I'm he has killed people. I'm t- <laughs> he has he has killed people. Yeah, I'm telling you right now that I saw this video earlier today, and I just glanced at it and was doing other things, and I. I thought, I honest to God, thought a fan won almost. I did not recognize him because I've seen him with his helmet on and I know he has a mustache, but I did not even put together that that's who this was at first glance. It took me a few seconds of looking at it to go, oh man, that's really who I'm looking at. Are you ready? Yeah, let's do it. Dessert Madness. The Elite Eight. Our first matchup, the one seed, Apple Pie, up against the 10 seed, Sugar cookie. Sugar cookie's gone a long way. It's had a good run. It's gone a long way. Now, we earlier today got some sugar cookies here in the office from Platinum Fox. He brought in all the Elite Eight, ATE, Elite Eight matchup. And the sugar cookies that were brought in were great because they're sugar cookies. But they were not frosted. That's what we've been envisioning this whole time is frosted sugar cookies. So just keep that in mind as we talk about apple pie. I'm going to say... Mm. As much as I enjoy a good sugar cookie mm. with the icing on it, done the right way, too. I'm talking about that. I like the crisp icing where it's it's almost hard to the touch. I like that oh, icing. See, I like the soft icing. No, I like the hard icing, soft cookie underneath. Mm. But you like it hard, I like it soft. Right. And Austin Matthews will give it to us both <laughs> ways and then eat us. With some favra beans and a nice key ante. <laughs> You're right. Um, I'm going to go apple pie here. Uh, Teddy, apple pie or sugar cookie? Sugar cookie. Oh, not, boy. Even, not even close, huh? No, not even close. Not, not even close, close no. man. I'm sorry, Teddy. Oh, man. I'm sorry. To me, there's nothing like a good old-fashioned apple pie. I got to move apple pie on. Next up. Yeah. Vanilla ice cream, the one seed. Up against the two seed cheesecake. I have gone stumping for vanilla ice cream this entire tournament. However, I think it's met its match. Oh, it has. I'm going cheesecake. I would take a cheesecake over vanilla ice cream every day of the week. Daddy? Cheesecake. The one seed brownie up against the two seed Oreo cookie. Man, I... uh... The the Oreo cookie, this is so tough for me because Oreos have probably been, I'm trying to think, I would say that has been the most consumed dessert in my life. All time. I have no way to verify that. I'm just saying the amount of times we've had Oreos in the house, tops, anything else that we've talked about, I want to say. Donuts, brownies, All right, where are you apple going? pie. I... But a brownie is just so much better. Oreo's great everyday food. Oreo, but but a brownie is the top of the heap to me. It's one of the best confectionery I know, things this ever is, made. This is tough for me, but you get a fudgy brownie, not a cakey brownie. Yeah. 
If you want to throw some frosting on there, you know what I like to do when I'm extra fat ass? I make a good homemade brownie, and then I will layer Jif peanut butter on I top of it. I was just going to say, if you've not put peanut mm. butter on a brownie, mm -mm. you haven't lived. Teddy? I had this decision earlier. I had out there, you know, the Oreos or the there, right? brownies, and I went for the brownies. I I love them. They're delicious. Da -da 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 All right, last matchup in the Elite Eight before we move on to the final four. Mm. Donuts or cinnamon rolls? Well, you know where I'm going. I know. I've you, know stumping, and you know I've been where stumping, I'm going. I've been stumping for cinnamon rolls for a long time. Again, this is the best version of that thing uh, yeah, for you. I know. And for me... It is an original glazed Krispy Kreme donut. Da, 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 donut. Hey, why am I from Pittsburgh? Hey, donut. Hey, <laughs> hey give me a donut. I was at Pavarotti Brothers. They ran out of donuts. Hey, put a donut right on my sandwich. Yins, go over there and get some donuts from the Eaton Park. So for me, that is the ideal version. Krispy Kreme donut. Yeah. Nothing beats that for and me. And to me, uh... Uh, Cinnabon, that level of cinnamon roll, you can have the gooey middle, you can have the crusty, flaky outer, and I of course, tons of icing Delicious. heaped on top of it. If I'm staring at a Cinnabon or a Krispy Kreme donut, it's not even a contest. I'm Teddy, taking the Cinnabon. You're the tiebreaker. <laughs> we got Don it or cinnamon roll. This is really tough for me, but my ultimate would be like a chocolate iced uh, long john with cream filling in it. I to me, that's slightly better than the Cinnabon. Going donut. Sorry, okay. Bone. Donut moves on. That's just a suck up. That's all. Right. all I, I love the Cinnabon. Yeah. Uh -huh. He's yeah, sucking up here. to. Yeah, he's sucking up to you. Yeah, for what reason? Because he wants some donuts. He's hoping you'll bring some in if they win this whole thing. <laughs> We've got some right outside. Go have some. Got two of them. You can have both. Two whole donuts. Are you no. ready for the final four matchup? <laughs> yeah. Apple pie. No. Mm. Oh wow, Ted, 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 Ted's out on apple pie. Ted hates America. All right, that's not. Hey, it's his opinion. Apple pie against cheesecake. I'm going apple pie. I bet you there's been an apple pie flavored cheesecake, and you know what? Oh, you know, cheesecake, cheesecake sounds really cheesecake. good. Yeah, See, again, that's that's the difference is that you there are so many different so varieties of cheesecake. cheesecake. You're right. I'm going You're cheesecake. Right. Cheesecake. Teddy's going cheesecake. Follow the crowd. Oh, cheesecake look, is I, calling you. I'm not I'm not just going to follow the crowd, all right? Cheesecake is calling to you. Think about it on my own. Not giving into peer pressure. Do they have an apple pie factory? Hell no, they don't. <laughs> do they have a cheesecake factory? Hell yes, they do. They should do. have an apple pie factory. Well, I don't factory. care. They don't. I would eat there. The cheesecake factory would kick its ass, sea bass. That's what I know. Come on, you know what's right. What do you mean what's right? You know what does what's that right? mean, what's no, right? search your soul, Luke. I, you know it to be true. I, I am searching right. my soul. I'm going to go James Earl Jones on you. We already spoke. It's cheesecake. That's it. Well, Done. That's, well, you, yeah, See ya, yeah, apple fine. pie. Okay. Bye, apple All pie. Right. See ya. Okay. Bye. Cheesecake. Cheesecake moves on to the championship matchup. Brownie mm. against the donut. I know where you're going, and you this, know where this, I'm going. This might have to go to the people, because yeah, we're you. I'm a brownie. You're a donut every day. Well, Teddy's people. I know Teddy's we'll people. We'll do the final matchup with the people. All right, all right, all right. All right. Boy, Ted, there's a lot. There's a lot has come down to you. This a lot of pressure on, this on you. Brownie or donut, Teddy? I love brownies a little bit more. I think. Mm, sorry. Mm -mm -mm. 
over that mm. Long John chocolate frosted Long John with the cream filling? Yeah, that's a good question. Think Dad. about that. That's, that. that's tough. Think I about mean, it. But a brownie with you know, all the icing from Amish country, you get one of those Long John. Oh, those things if, are delicious. I'll you tell throw, you, they know how to yeah. run a good puppy mill in Amish country too, right, Teddy? <laughs> what if you get some peanut butter, like some homemade peanut butter from like... Uh, Local nut company or something, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you, you can put a little spread it on the ooh, <laughs> spread it on that brownie. A little peanut butter on the brownie. Little little maybe caramel drizzle, little sea salt. Do whatever you want on there. It's your playland right there. You can do whatever you want. There's no pressure here. No, but if you don't choose donut, There's Austin <laughs> Matthews is coming to your house tonight. <laughs> There's a lot more variety. He's going to violate you with his there's stick. A lot of, there's a lot of variety with donuts. With donuts. You can't make up your mind on what donut to get. You know what you're getting with a brownie. All right, what are you picking? It's quality. Then? Every time. All right, donuts it is. I just want to point out to the people that when I dared to suggest a cinnamon roll to start in the 64, I got yelled. I was like, that's breakfast food. We have a donut in the finals of Dessert Madness. I eat donuts for dessert. You're weird. I'm not weird. They're breakfast food. No, it's why Krispy Kreme is open all the time. No, it's because people get off at different times. They want their breakfast. I get off, trust me, when I'm eating I a donut. <laughs> <laughs> oh, weird. That was, that was audible discomfort over there. You sounded like you were in pain. Did you hit your knee on a desk? I you did, actually. Go, <laughs> you talk to Common Man's doctor about that? <laughs> What if he walked into your doctor's office just and it was Austin Matthews in a white coat? <laughs> How may I help you? And, like, I got to see another doctor. The only one, other one we got is Carlos Baerga. He's got the stool out, going to town. I'm going to need a stool sample. <laughs> All right. Oh, We're going to toss it out to the people. Donuts or cheesecake? Ow. It's the championship Ow. matchup. Tweet the show at Man and Bone 971. We will have the winner coming up next. Plus, one of Matt Ryan's buddies may be coming to help him in Indy. Who cares? I don't care. <laughs> Actually, Austin Matthews is decided. Hey, it's he's Julio, Jones, he's right? th- Julio blew, Jones. I just blew in. the tease. Yeah, there Who you go. cares? I don't mm. care. Mm. Time for traffic. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. I don't care either. You'll find a disabled vehicle is cleared from I-71 northbound before Cook Road. All lanes have reopened in that area. And a disabled vehicle is cleared from 71 southbound after Hudson Street, but traffic is still slow as it recovers. Starting report is sponsored by Mucinex 12-Hour. Mucinex DM's bilayer tablet allows for immediate and extended release, relieving both wet and dry coughs and loosening chest congestion for 12 hours. Mucinex is your trusted partner to help relieve cough and chest congestion and get your body back in control. Available at Walmart. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. The podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. I end every commercial the same way, telling you to hire care when you need a company you can trust. It's not just a slogan. It's the Care Creed with arms wide open. The way they live their life and the way they strive to be remembered by you, the customer, at the end of every interaction with Care. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Filthy mouths, bad attitudes, and ugly haircuts. It's called cabbage. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Rapid fire coming up at 434. Game show 
at 534. What's the game, Boner? Well, we've got Dessert Madness going on right now. We're going to do Dessert Trivia, which almost became Desert Trivia because I Googled it wrong at first. I had to check the spelling. I had a lot of Sahara questions in there, and then I decided I'd abandon that. Go back to desserts. We have the championship matchup upon us. Number four seed, Donuts, up against the two seed, Cheesecake. This is for all the marbles. We put it out to the people. Ted has looked at all the tweets. We do not know the results. Only Ted knows. Teddy? We had lots of votes on this, too. But, uh, Common Man, I don't think you're going to like this. Cheesecake is the winner. It's pretty great. Cheesecake is. Mm. I feel Um, like we needed more for that. Oh. We had this big, long tournament. to build? Yeah. Mm. Congratulations to Cheesecake. In all of its many flavors and forms, you have won the first ever Dessert Madness Tournament. Pretty great. It's been a historic moment. No, there's no other lyrics to this song. Stop. All I've ever heard is the ball is tipped, and then it's just the ball is tipped over and over. Luther Vandross, isn't it? Is it Luther? I thought it was Luther that sang this. Sounds like him. There's a couple different guys that sing it. Oh, is there? Okay, I don't know. Different versions. This one sounds like Luther. Dead. Great. Too many cheesecakes for Luther Vandross. but, But great. But oh, awesome. He, oh, he was awesome. Amazing. Uh, yeah, so it does say here, song by David Barrett, Luther Vandross. So I don't know which version. Who, who knows? I'm who saying cares? it's Luther. Congratulations, Cheesecake. Yeah. Next year, we'll have another food thing that we waste much too much time on. And <laughs> whenever we start doing it, T-Bone will act like he has no idea what the hell we're doing. That's right. <laughs> that, that I know. Yes. Well, yeah, because well, I don't even know... When we started all this, you were just, I don't, you were, you were very upset that I was not, I was, I was taking it too seriously. I wasn't taking it seriously enough. I couldn't remember. So I couldn't keep up. Uh, what did I tease? Oh, I don't care. No, uh, Julio, Julio Jones, Jones. maybe going to the Colts. What's the difference? There you go. Here's the big news. Okay. Kenny Pickett, you know, quarterback from Pitt, Pitt, had his pro day yesterday. He throws with gloves on his hands, but much was made how tiny his hands were. When he was at the combine, his hands uh, measured at what is it? Was it eight and eight and a uh, half? Eight and three quarters? I, uh, who cares? Here's here's what I'm trying it to say. Measured at small. Yes, it was it was the smallest hands of any quarterback in the league. I actually heard it was the smallest hands of any adult human currently. All right, alive. let's go with that. The smallest hands smallest of any hands, human ever currently. Adam living. Neft looked at him and said, "Those are some small ass." That's hands. right. Yes, absolutely right? right. Anyway, he had his pro day yesterday. His hands grew at grew. his pro day by an eighth of an inch. They measured in at five eight and five eighths inches at Pitt's pro day. He says he's been doing hand stretches. Oh, okay. He says the stretches work. It's the reason I've been doing them. If it helped get an eighth of an inch, I'll take it. Let's just uh, let's point out that if the stretches really do work on hands mm-hmm. and it doesn't work out in the NFL for Kenny Pickett, he may have a new 
stream of revenue there of selling stretching appendages stretches. You know what I mean? Well, I don't think it works on other parts of your body. How do you know? Just the hands. Could stretch your legs out. Maybe you're taller. You know what I mean? Maybe you stretch the way he stretches his hands. You find a way to bend yourself into a pretzel like that, and you suddenly are, I don't know, an inch taller. Now, when he's doing his hand-stretching exercises, Mm -hmm. in my mind, it's on VHS. Is the only place you can get these tapes. Yeah, I agree. You know, he's stretching his hands, and you have Hawk Harrelson in the background just going, stretch, 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 (laughs) stretch. It's Hawk Harrelson in a leotard with ankle warmers. He gone, stretch, grab some bench, stretch. By the way, what a corn stretch. It seems like in the current like era we live in with body positivity and everybody trying to get in shape, when you and I were growing up, you flip on ESPN two at the time. Yep. In the mornings, there would be oh, Denise Austin. Denise Austin oh, yes. or someone. It was it was multiple people, I want to say, at one time that had shows in the morning that were like, all right, let's do some aerobics. Let's get you moving. Mm-hmm. Let's do some stretching. Let's do some jumping jacks. And and it was mostly men and women, attractive people, sometimes on a beach. There was one that was like a little more like Denise Austin. Everybody was fairly like gym clothy. But there was one, yeah. I want to say, where it was like beach body people in like bikinis and didn't like uh, Kiana Tom have one too? That sounds remember her? yeah. That sounds right. That could be the case. Yeah. All I know is Jenna Jameson stretching. Said <laughs> is that what you tuned in for? <laughs> yeah. Hey man, before Linda Cohn comes on, <laughs> I gotta watch Jenna Jameson do some beat stretching. <laughs> right. I'm just saying. Now that we're in an era where it's like, hey man, don't judge. Let them live. You do what you do. I'm surprised there aren't like a million of those shows where everyone's exercising and you just have it on. Like, I know they exist on YouTube, and you can go find, you know, social media people who are teaching you how to exercise. I'm saying I'm surprised there aren't big network investments in that. Why don't they have that on Peacock, right? You could easily have Maybe. a couple workout shows. I, but how do we know that it's not? I don't, I'm saying how I've never seen it. I don't have Denise Austin on, no, on the No, but cock. I'm saying I've never seen any of it. Maybe she's stretching, eating Idaho potatoes in a tanning bed. Her favorite things. <laughs> Why is she eating potatoes? Oh, Remember she did the right, commercials. commercials. Yes. She did commercials for Idaho potatoes. Don't just eat any potatoes. I remember that, yeah. Nutritious. <laughs> that was around the time where we were also eating uh, chips with Olestra in it. You remember that? Oh, I loved them. Yeah. You I used to eat them all they, the time. Until they made you... you I know, never had a problem. Really? Oh, yeah. I'd eat bags of those Because everybody else did. I didn't that have was any the problems. Problem. I didn't have any anal leakage. For people who've never heard of that, there were chips. Chips? They made where they said, hey, there's Olestra. They're way healthier and they taste great. And people were like, awesome. And they'd eat them by the bag and they were so delicious. And then all of a sudden you'd say, why does it feel like my bottom half of my body is going to explode? And then you'd run into the bathroom and be there for two hours. No, I didn't have that problem. A lot of people did. Overblown. A lot of people. Well, certain toilets were, as a matter of fact. You're exactly right. I was a big fan of Denise Austin. Ten-year-old me. Oh, sure. That moved the meter. That was great. I'm just saying and like, she got addicted to the tanning bed. Well, okay. I'm I'm pointing out that there are a lot of fit, attractive people fit? not on TV working out, and I don't understand why. That's great program. All these networks, all they do is like, how many more shows can we put Stephen A. Smith on? How about you Maybe find- have him working out? No, that's all right. I don't- hey, Skip Bayless works out. Oh, we know that. Well, he takes pictures of the show. You know what? Off. Why did I open my mouth? Because that's what Fox will do is they'll say, I got he what you're go, saying. Hey, Mike McCarthy's fat. Look at me. <laughs> He'll just, me. he'll just say, 
Skip Bayless working out, and that'll be like now nine hours of programming yeah. to Skip Bayless every day. I hate everybody. Everybody's stupid. Don't call me stupid or my wife will cry. I'm Skip Bayless. I don't know when Chris Berman got here. Man, 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 man. Now, I want to uh, see that work out. I'm making Skip Bayless's wife cry. Today we're going to work out the traps. Trap, 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 trap. Nobody circles the wagons like the buffalo bears. It's leg day, so it's glutes and quads. Rapid fire coming up. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. You'll find a disabled vehicle on the right side of 270 southbound after West Broad Street. It is causing some backups in this area. Please be cautious as cars continue to build. You'll also find slowdowns on 71 northbound between 670 and 11th Avenue. That's going to be a five-minute delay. Stuffing report is sponsored by eBay Motors. Getting stuck in traffic is part of owning a car. Getting stuck because you don't have the right parts doesn't have to be. That's because eBay Motors has all the right parts at the right prices, 122 million of them. So keep moving and moving in style at ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. Only an array with fan traffic. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Listen to this show and feel better about yourself. This is Common Man and T-Bone. College Hoops fans, join us all month long as we keep you company while your bracket continues to bust apart. Check out the fans Monday night. I'm sorry, check out the fan Monday night at 8. For Monday Madness, as Timmy Hall, Joey Lane, and our friends from 10TV break down all the weekend action. Follow our college basketball podcast, Mad About Hoops, on Twitter and wherever you get your audio for new episodes and complete tournament coverage. Hmm. I, I didn't start turn my microphone on. That's how excited I am about it. It's great. Rapid fire. Rapid, rapid fire. Sponsored by Custom Air. Custom Air. Custom Solutions. Custom Comfort. All right, Teddy, rapid fire number one. Which NFL team has improved themselves the most this offseason? All right, here's my question. Do we classify Tom Brady coming back as a addition, considering he retired? I don't or, see why not. I think so, yeah. All right, well, the greatest quarterback of all time comes back. I'm going to say Tampa Bay. Yeah, I think that's fair. I was actually going to go with the Bengals because they were... As good as Tampa Bay has been, and yes, you're right, they get Tom Brady back, and you'd think he'd be right back where he was last year. You had the Brown, the, them to the Bengals only a couple plays away from winning a Super Bowl, and that was with almost a non-existent offensive line. You've now significantly upgraded that offensive line, and you still have the most important piece in Joe Burrow. What about so. the Broncos, though? Well, no, I think the Broncos are in the mix, too. I, I think those teams and clearly the Browns are going to be about the part of that mix. Devontae Adams. I don't think that's at the same level. I think once you get your quarterback correct, every that puts you at a different level. And the Bengals already had that, but now they have a chance to not have him be sacked one of the like at a historic pace. And they got to a Super Bowl while doing that. So I'd have to say they've improved their chances of winning the Super Bowl the most of anyone. What about the Browns? Yeah, like I said, Sean Watson. They're there, but not not at this level. Rapid fire number two. A lot of people are saying the AFC West division will be the best of all time. So 
Well, all the teams in that division make the playoffs this season. Stupidly, someone on this show last season picked everybody in the NFC West to make the playoffs. That would be me, and uh, that didn't happen. That was three out of four, though. Well, but I would point out this, though, Ted, because there's seven teams that get into the playoffs, correct? Unless I miss something. You are correct. So that means for that to happen in the AFC... You need, then, only division winners to make the playoffs. So that means the second-place teams in all the other divisions have to have a worse record than the worst team in the AFC West. Yeah. So do you think the Ravens, the Patriots, teams like that are likely to have a worse record than, say, whoever you think the fourth team is going to be, whether that's Chargers, whatever? I don't know. Well, and all these guys play each other twice a year, so they're going to be feeding on themselves, too. I'm saying I think it... It's a no, not because that division won't be very good. It might still be the best of all time. I just think there will be another team in the AFC that has a really good year that just has a better record than the worst team in the AFC West. So I'll say no. Yeah, it's fine. I'll go with that. Rapid fire number three. All right. Give me your updated pick to win the NCAA tournament and a sleeper team who can make just the final four. Um... Updated pick to win? I mean, I had Kansas winning the NCAA tournament. Do I have to change it? No, you can still go with them. Okay, well then I'll just stick with that. I had Arizona winning it, and I know they had a little uh, almost upset there with TCU, but I'm going to stick with Arizona because I still think they're the best team in the tourney. I do not believe in Gonzaga. Sorry. I mean, not that they'll Gonzaga will get there again. I just don't think they'll get over the hump. I'll go with Arkansas as my sleeper pick to win the tournament. Ooh. All right. What are they at? Plus 4,000 odds. Let's I'm going to go, go with Providence because they have a scary mascot. They do? <laughs> Terrifying. Yes. Rapid fire number four. I noticed that Joe Buck's Twitter handle is just simply at Buck. Is that the best Twitter handle? I mean, I haven't really examined Twitter handles, but that's a pretty good one. He must have been one of the first people to join Twitter, right? Or maybe he or found he paid the person who had Buck and was like, hey, how much do you want for your Twitter handle? Right. right. I mean, you could do that theoretically, right? So... I don't know. How, how are we supposed to judge this? By going and looking at all the clever names on Twitter? I, I have not done that. I wish I had at man. Who do you think is man? I'm going to look up. On Twitter. Find out. Right, look no. it up. We'll go to the next one. Rapid fire number five. All right. This morning on Bishop and Friends, Bo asked the question, who had the better run of comedies? Eddie Murphy in the 80s, Jim Carrey in the 90s, or Will Ferrell in the 2000s? Now, of course, you, pick? you know that the 90s is, is my decade. That is where all my musical favorites come from. That's when I was a teenager. However, in the 90s, I was an Eddie Murphy fanboy. I loved Eddie Murphy. Me and my buddy Ben Meyer would get together and watch Eddie Murphy stand up and and old stuff and movies. And to me, that is that is everything to me. Eddie Murphy movies from the 80s. I mean, even in the 90s when he was making crappy movies like Boomerang and Vampire in Brooklyn, I would still watch them even though they sucked because I had that much respect for his 80s stuff. That's my answer. Uh, I'm going to go with Jim Carrey in the 90s just because I want to say The Mask Ace Ventura and Dumb and Dumber all came out in the same year. I, I will caution you on one thing. Yeah. When was the last time you watched The Mask? It's been a little while. All right. I'm That's just, I'm, I, I caught it recently and I must tell, because I too was a fan of The Mask. Well, years and ago, right? Cameron Diaz, woo! Yeah. I mean, if there was a contest for hottest person ever in any movie, she'd be in it. Right. In that movie, she is super hot. However, that movie was terrible. 
Well, I know. It was on adult viewing. A lot of it was like the CGI factor. But my point of that is I want to say all those movies came out the same year. That was one year for Jim Carrey in the 90s. Like, Dumb and Dumber may be, in my opinion, it's one of the funniest movies of all time. I will always love Dumb and Dumber. I don't argue with that. Ace Ventura, I think, is up in that mix, too. If you want to say The Mask was like, of the three, it didn't hold up as well, That's I totally am fine with that. I'm just saying, that's one of the years of the 90s run that he had, and then he went on to make many other movies that decade, too. Teddy, what's your pick? I am a big Will Ferrell fan. I do enjoy Anchorman and Talladega Nights, but my, my one of my favorite movies of all time is Beverly Hills Cop. So yeah, it's a great movie. I, I guess I'd probably have to go with Eddie just based off of that. Mm-hmm. Great movie. Yeah, it's fantastic. Terrible sequels. Great original movie. Yes. That's all right. Was that uh, how many of those were made in the eighties? Like of all the sequels, was that all of them? No, or? I think I think two, two was like eighty nine okay. or eighty eight yeah. or something like that, and then three was in the nineties. And three is by far the worst of the three. I'm just going to run th- just real quick. I'm not trying to like win the argument. I just because I, no I was argument to be no. Won. I know. I'm just trying to remember because a lot of Jim Carrey's movies fall in that time period of was that the nineties or later. 94 was The Mask, Dumb and Dumber, and uh, as Ace we Ventura. said, Ace Ventura. Um, then in 95, you had Ace Ventura, When Nature Calls, which was the sequel, of course. Which I, I, I've i also seen that recently, and I'll tell you what, I enjoyed that more than the original. Yeah, it's. I think it's still pretty There's good. There's some really stupid mo- moments in that movie. There are. Um you also had Batman Forever. Let's forget that he was in that. But he was in a Batman movie. Yeah, but that's not... Jim yeah. Carrey's in that movie, but it's not a Jim Carrey movie. No, that's fair. The Cable Guy came out in 96. Liar Liar came out in 97. I mean, his like his run of comedies was pretty good in the 90s. And then he started making Truman Show and Man on the Moon and all that stuff. But... Truman Show, one of my all-time favorite movies. Great movie. I mean, not a comedy, really. But no, no, I'm, I'm saying, Terrific though, movie. For, just for the comedy argument, like, you could put Liar Liar, Cable Guy, Dumb and Dumber, and Ace Ventura, one and two. Those are probably in some people's, not, if not all of them, some of those are in everyone's top ten list, right? Probably at least one is in most people's top ten comedies of all time. Speaking of Truman Show, like my mother has this where if Judd Hirsch is on TV, she runs out of the room. She hates Judd Hirsch. She runs out of the she room. She hates Judd Hirsch. What? Like, I've asked her to explain this. She cannot explain it to me. She. I have the same reaction to Laura Linney. I hate Laura Linney. So when Laura I'm sure Linney's she's a very nice TV, person, you run away. I just I can't stand her. I hate everything Laura Linney is in. Really? Yeah, I hate her in everything. That's uh, highly unfortunate. I'm just telling you. She's in Truman actress. Show. I enjoy the Truman Show, but I hate her. I in think it. she, but she plays like a she's perfect, the annoying wife. Yeah, but that's perfect for what you need in that I situation. I'm right? just telling you, I have a thing with Laura Linney. She's. Uh, I hope Denise Austin gets up, catches up to her with a big potato, and beats her up. Probably can't watch Ozark then, because Laura. Is she in that? Yeah, no, she's like a it. main star of that show. No, I don't like it. Okay. Never I was, saw. It. I never saw her. it. But what? You never saw it, right? Ozark? Yeah. No. Okay. What channel's that on? I know that sounds like I'm 100. <laughs> what channel's that on? Which one? Is, that a, is that a show? It's time? Netflix. Oh, oh, Netflix. Netflix. What channel's yeah, Netflix? That's right. By the way, I looked up who has the at man Twitter handle. Yeah. It's a guy who's a director of content operations at uh, like a production studio named Man Bartlett. All right. Well, let's, let's try and get that. 
he only has 15,000 followers. So I, I should mean, get it. Yeah, you win. You have more followers. You should just go over to him and say, hey, what's up? Let's trade. How many followers does the honky tonk man have? <laughs> I don't know. I got to do all that. Right, it's all about the ladies. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. I hate you guys so much. Watch out for slowdowns on 71 northbound between 670 and 11th Avenue. Traffic is beginning to build in that area. You'll also find slow traffic on I-71 southbound between 5th Avenue and East Broad Street. This traffic report is sponsored by Insperity. Insperity providing HR support for 30 plus years, including access to better benefits and HR technology. Insperity's mission is to help business succeed so communities prosper. Insperity, HR that makes a difference. Only an array with fan traffic. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. The kings of local social media. Twitters and twatters. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Happy Tuesday. We crowned a winner for Dessert Madness today. Cheesecake won it all. Mm. Somebody just asked me, will Cheesecake defend its crown next year? No. It'll no. be new foods. Oh, yeah. Maybe snack food madness. Oh, snack food has a lot of potential. Anyway. Let's write that down. Uh, NCAA Women's Basketball Tournament broke a nearly two-decade-old attendance record with more fans attending first and second round games this past weekend than ever before the games hosted by the tournament's top 16 seeds. Brought in 216,890 spectators across 32 sessions, topping the previous high of 214,290. That's that great. previous record was set in 2004 when opening round sites were pre-selected with a view towards maximizing attendance while also removing home court advantage for higher seeded teams. The skinny is more people are attending women's games. Yeah. Well, you know what? In, and I'll say this, and sadly, I have to admit, I did not watch as much women's basketball as I should have over the years. But over the last couple of years, I've been trying to pay more attention to it and trying to, you know, be more open-minded in watching that sport. And I've really enjoyed it. I mean, I, I think that in watching women's basketball, does it look different than men's basketball? To a degree, yeah. But there are things that you take away from both games that are, I think, done at better levels, depending on which one you're watching. Like, don't, you, don't you want that, though? Right. Like, why do you want to watch the same product? Well, women's basketball, from what I've watched of it, there there are many more teams and in part I'm getting this because I watch a lot of Ohio State women's basketball and they like to do this but there are a lot more teams that are just like oh we're pressing now yeah it's yeah. second quarter we don't care we're ready to go like that that isn't that makes the game more chaotic it makes it more physical it makes it more of a I don't know it makes it more of a strategy I I, I really enjoy watching women's basketball and will continue to do so but I, I think it'll be a great thing when we can get you know some more games here hopefully next year Women's basketball team can continue to be good. They're having a great run right now. They're on to the Sweet 16. Maybe next year they'll be a top 16 seed, and we can get some of those games here. Al Michaels officially has his deal with Amazon. Reports say it is Joe Buck Money, who was on a five-year, $75 million deal with ESPN. So 77-year-old Al Michaels going to Amazon. That is done. Troy Aikman continues to talk about his situation. He was on the Sports Illustrated Media Podcast 
he was asked why Fox didn't offer him something to stay. He said, I don't know the answer to that. I don't know. I'll ever get the answer to that one. I think through it all, it's a business. Fox is welcome to do whatever it is they feel is in their best interest, as am I, as is everybody. So there's no hard feelings about anything. I had a great 21 years at Fox. I guess what's perplexing to me is that I had no conversation with my boss until he called me to congratulate me on my contract with ESPN. This is not the first time that he has said this. We've heard this before. I only bring this up because, you know, he's he goes out of his way again here to say, hey, it's business, no hard feelings. Clearly there are. He has hard feelings about this. Well, he is yeah. personally offended. And I'm not saying he shouldn't be. He's worked at the same place for 20 years. He has a, a boss that he thought respected him, yet didn't give him a phone call offering a new contract for him to stay. I, I, I totally understand where he's coming from. He does have hard feelings about this, though. Right. As I'm sure I would. Yeah, Troy Aikman's doesn't strike me as the type of guy like, you know, Charles Barkley, who will be a little more open about how he's feeling. You he will say his his thoughts a little more openly there. I could see Troy Aikman trying to say, I don't want to look ridiculous. I don't want to go over the top here. But yeah, I wouldn't blame him for being mad about that and saying he's frustrated that after all that time working there, he didn't even get a courtesy call of, look, man, we're not going to renew you. It's nothing personal. It's just we can't afford you. You should go out and get the best deal you can. I would understand that if I were in his position, and I think that's probably what happened. Why couldn't Fox just call him up and say that? It's weird. If you've missed anything from the first two hours of the show, we got you covered with the rundown coming up. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Plenty of slowdowns to watch out for right now. You are going to find some backups on I-71 northbound between 670 and 11th Avenue. Traffic is slow on, on Route 315 southbound between Kinnear Road and 3rd Avenue. And more delays on 71 southbound between 670 and East Broad Street. Five-minute delays in all those areas. This traffic report is sponsored by Rumpke Waste and Recycling. Rumpke is hiring new and seasoned CDL drivers. Drives are paid based on experience and receive attendance and safety bonuses. Earn $1,200 to $1,700 per week. Receive benefits, paid vacation, and be home nightly. Apply today at RumpkeCareers.com. Equal opportunity employer restrictions supply on the nra with fan traffic the podcast is brought to you by our friends care heating and cooling i end every commercial the same way telling you to hire care when you need a company you can trust it's not just a slogan it's the care creed with arms wide open the way they live their life and the way they strive to be remembered by you the customer at the end of every interaction with care care heating and cooling call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust some fans drink the kool-aid these guys drink the bleach this is man and bone Happy Tuesday. Game show coming up at 534. What's the game this week, Boner? Uh, the game this week is going to be dessert trivia in honor of the dessert madness bracket that we just completed. If you missed that 4 o'clock hour, you can listen to the podcast. Wherever you get your podcast, just search Common Man and T-Bone. You will find us. You can hit subscribe. You'll never miss an episode. But the podcast today, if you're listening to us on the radio, go check it out tonight. It'll be up right after the show Four o'clock hour, you can hear how that went down, or we can just tell you. You know, I did this uh, last year with our appetizer madness. The bracket that I was using to write all this crap down, I gave it away to a listener. Oh. After appetizer madness, I signed it and gave it away. So we have a bracket. This is my official bracket. I've been diddling, doodling, (laughs) 
Well, I don't know. Which one you, I don't know what you've been doing over there. Bone honestly. and I have both signed this bracket. If you would like it, tweet the program at Man and Bone nine seven one. Tell us why you want it and what you're going to do with it. Yeah, we'll pick a winner. How late are we giving on that? We can stretch this out for a day or so. Stretch. <laughs> I like it. We'll do it. There's no time frame how about they, on this. How about they? Uh, the winner will be announced tomorrow on your Twitter, on a Station I Twitter. I'm, I'm not going to be here tomorrow. You oh, can announce right. anything you want. You got your knee injury. I forgot. You got to go get that MRI. Knee. It's actually uh, it's our anniversary. Not me and you. Mm-hmm. Me and my wife. So thank you. We're going to celebrate our anniversary by going in the basement and cleaning out junk. That's huh. what we're doing tomorrow. This question was raised in the office today, and I think it's a relevant question. How much junk can you possibly have in Not your house? Not much, because we purge often, but this is what I enjoy doing. Okay. I mean, I take, sp- I take joy in throwing things away. You know, right, We're going to throw away junk, and then we're going to do it right on the junk. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will tell you, I've, I've thought about this, because I've always had these ideas for TV shows that will never get made. But you know, they have the show Hoarders, mm-hmm. where they come in and... You know, they spend like half the episode like, and here's where Mary keeps all of her cats and all the feces. And oh, here we go. I can't throw away that feces. I need that feces. Right. And so they spend a half an hour kind of normalizing her situation for you. And then they bring in some very helpful people who are trying to do this a nice way. The cleanup crew that will say, all right, look, we cannot have all these cats. They have to go to animal rescue and you have newspapers from 50 years ago. How about we just get rid of some of these? And they are, you know, they go through everything. Do you want this? Do you want that? I think they need to have a show that is called Heartless Bastard. And it's you mm-hmm. with your level of neat freakness and don't give a crap about a lot of this but stuff. But I would just go in and throw everything away. That's what I'm like, saying. What is this, wedding photo album? You don't need it. Throw it out. Well, but I'm here's the catch. The person is taken, they agree to this, obviously, but they know it's going to be tough. So they take them away to a, a secure location where they are not able to get to you. They they cannot leave. They have to watch this process happen where you just go through their stuff and you're like, this, what is a concert t-shirt? Oh my God. Good for you. What is so, this? Your dead husband's ashes? <laughs> He's dead. You don't need it. <laughs> right. Heartless Bastard coming to TLC. Like, that's the show. Why not? I'd watch that. I know. It's a great idea. I think they should have you be the guy. And you just go in and you throw stuff out. And then afterwards, you both go to the same therapist and you talk about what happened. <laughs> so they have their <laughs> they're, problems. They have their problems. I like, have why my did you want to keep all that stuff? And then you, they're over there. You're just squishing grape heads. Like, this reminds me of human heads. This would be nice if I could do this. Somehow, I'm the one that gets cattle prodded at the end. Too. Yeah, oh, yeah, of course. At the end, we find out you're the one who's more effed up than anybody. The but hoarder gets to cattle prod me. They get to meet you, and they're like, oh, never mind. I should get rid of stuff. This guy, look at his issues. I'm not that bad. No, that's and what then, I love to do. We and have, then the next week, you go to another house. This thing starts over again. We had a few things in the basement that I haven't used in a year. That's my rule. If I haven't used it in one year, it's mm, gone. Right. It's finished. So, like, you go to the National Archives. Declaration of Independence. We got that oh, that's, all, that's all downloaded. All right. That's different. Oh, so you do keep that uh, like on a, display. Like a historic, if you had a historic document or something, like a like your marriage certificate, right? You might have well, that somewhere. Yes, of okay. course, I'm not all throwing right. that away. Okay. Although Good. maybe Kristen will. I'm going to go marry Aaron Carter. <laughs> You'll show me a good time. <laughs> I didn't know we were going to get so many Aaron Carter references on the show today, but I am here for it. You know what I have downstairs? 
What do you have? A couple years ago, I thought it was. I heard this commercial on a podcast. Mm-hmm. This company called Paint Your Life. Okay, all right. And if they ever want to endorse on this show, I'm not going to let them because it's a terrible company. Oh, where you send these people a photograph, and then they give it to an artist, and they paint. The photograph. Your life. Right, I see. I mean, picture the family. Yeah, I Instead got of you. a photograph, it's a painting of the family. All right. Except it's, the people they got painting these things are like seventh graders. <laughs> it's terrible. Oh, no. Well, you know what? Look, I know a lot of things are made in China. I've come to terms with this. But the painting was coming from China, too. And okay. I'm, te- I'm telling you, they just take regular Chinese people on the street and said, hey, <laughs> have you ever colored before? Come paint this picture. In China, they have a separate program called Learn to Paint Families. And then it's, well, you go into the same building and then terrible. they give you a picture like, paint this family. And then they paint it. And they're like, that was a good effort. And then they ship it back to you. It was absolutely terrible. My, my cute daughter looks like a troll. <laughs> I look terrible. That's horrible. They've, for some reason, they put huge gaps in my teeth. I got mm. one hand bigger than the other hand. Terrible. That's no good. So we have this framed, huge painting. So that's going. In the bay. Yes, that's going. See you later. Very nice. I I hope uh, it shows up at Goodwill. See, I haven't haven't done a lot of podcasted advertisements, but I did buy some cereal recently off a podcast. How'd that work out? Well, it just came today. I haven't tried it yet. Oh. What's so special about this cereal? What's so special about this is $40 cereal. Oh, man. Must be nice. It's four four boxes of cereal. I'm getting little tiny Chinese kids to paint my stuff. (laughs) Just saying, it's four boxes of cereal. It's supposed to be super healthy and tasty and delicious. No sugar, no anything. Mm, sounds great. I'm sure it's great. <laughs> sounds great, man. I bought. It I got some hyper- cardboard boxes down in the basement. You want to chew on those? Yeah. So I bought. It. So there, it's sitting in a cardboard box at home. I've got it. I have to open it. I didn't. I, it came after breakfast today, so I gotta. I gotta go get that, open it up, and have it tomorrow. You know what else I have down there? What do you have? Pizza boxes. Why? I bought pizza boxes because I thought I was going to be cute and make pizzas and give them to people. You know what I realized? I don't like giving pizzas to people. Why is that? Because I got to go to their house and talk to them. Oh, I see. So I have all these pizza boxes. What am I going to do with them? I thought like that was that was recent though. Like a few weeks ago, I thought you were still up on that idea. Now it's now it's done, huh? I'm I'm off that. Okay, it's fine. So no uh, world of Zah for you. Haven't haven't you man of realized? Wizard of Zah. No, Haven't, you're going to be Man of Zah is what no, I'm No, I'm not going to be a Man of Anything. Haven't you realized something about me? What's that? Is that I think something is a good idea until yeah. I start to do it, and then it becomes obligation, and yeah. I don't want to do it anymore. I understand that. I understand it very much. This is why I'm getting cattle prodded at the end of <laughs> Heartless Bastard. Right. I'm just, I, I still think we have to make that show a reality. Or, you know Go what? Go ahead. We need to shoot a pilot. I don't know that we need to see more than one episode, but I need to at least see it once. I think that type of show may be a little bit too insensitive for 2022. Why is that? To, what are you talking about? Because I'm going to go in and I'm going to really unload on these people. Oh, well, what have you have you watched any of the shows that they got out there now? Like Gordon Ramsay has made a career out of yelling at people because they don't know how to. I cook. know, but he's sort of grandfathered in. Oh, John not, Taffer, not he's knowing, been doing that. I he's know, been yelling at bar owners, but not knowing how to cook a Wellington properly—that's a skill, right? But I would unload on these people on a deep personal level. No, no, no. The like, I, you, here's you the thing: smell, you're dirty. I'm going to take this mummified cat that I found in your trash and beat you to death with it. I don't think TV's ready for me. Here's no. Here's how this. Here's how we steer it back on to the course and we keep it on track. You never get to. You don't meet these people until after you've gone through their stuff. 
and then they, whatever you're saying is they can see all of it, they can hear all of it, so you know in your back of your head, if I unload too much, I'm going to have to have the sit down with these people. So you will have in the back of your head, I have to go through this, right? That's what people want to see. They'll want to wait for the confrontation at the end. I see. Remember when they did wife swap? Yeah. And they and at the end, what was always the best part? They would then let the families get back together and they'd be like, This lady was nuts. And then the other person would come in and be like, Well, your family's crazy. They're all dirty and gross. And then they would have that moment, right? And that was the thing they would get everyone to watch. That's what you would be but doing. See, I don't want to have the confrontation at the end. I'm out. Do you want to make this show or not? No. Do make this I don't money? want to make this no, show. No, it has to happen. I, it's why? too good of it. Because I said so. I'm the producer. I've got the rights to it. I've already signed them off. Okay. So what are you paying me for this? Nothing. Whoops. Oh, you get oh, on, 10% man. on the back end. With you points. know how much money with I points. get just for, hey, common man here for whatever. I don't I'm care. I'm not doing this show for free. I don't care. This is your TV break. You can get in the I big don't want time. a TV break. I'm going to call up Bev and be like, look, look what you missed out right. on. Please leave poor Bev alone. Jesus. Come on. I'm the heartless bastard now. That's <laughs> I know. what's going Come on. on. Yeah. Bev's dad is touching kids. <laughs> it's not, no, that's not real. I mean, he was never mind all of that. That's you're conflating too many things here, my friend. Wow. I can't undo that. All right, rundown. What are okay. we doing? Anything? I don't know. Common man and T bones. The rundown. The rundown. Sponsored by Mister Rooter Plumbing. Call Mister Rooter. They'll be there quick. Cheesecake. One dessert madness. Yeah. What else? Buckeye women advanced to the Sweet 16 after beating LSU last night. Phil Phil Mickelson, him too, is skipping the Masters. Because Mm. he is starring in a new show called Heartless Bastard. (laughs) Except that's what he calls all of his friends. All the people he's air quotes friends. Uh, Yarmo had some comments after uh, Max Domi got traded yesterday. He said they would like to make more moves, but they're looking for players that can help on the roster, and no one's really willing to do that at the deadline. So in the offseason, they'll be more active. Good news, though. In the offseason, they'll say, hey, you know, offseason's not really the time to deal. It's all that trade deadline stuff that you want. That's where you want to do the deals. Common Man and T-Bones, The Rundown. The Rundown. Sponsored by Mr. Rooter Plumbing. Call Mr. Rooter. They'll be there quick. Also, Leanna Ray hates us because we've been late on every single break today. Very late. She hates us. We've been doing very important things, though. Oh, yeah. I think Leanna's more of a heartless bastard than I am. She could, she could be my sidekick on the show. Well, I'm not saying it has to be solely you. Every week we'd have a new heartless bastard. I'm just oh, saying I you see. have to be the first one. Okay. Maybe you have a recurring role. You come back. We have a team of, of the heartless Heart, bastards. A team of bastards. Team of, yes, inglorious bastard. No, that's been taken. Heartless is good. Will the Steelers pounce on the Browns' sloppy seconds? Details next. Speaking of... No. What? Huh? No. Okay. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Speaking of what, huh? What are we speaking about? Watch out for slowdowns on 670 westbound between I-71 and 4th Street. Traffic is slow in that area. You'll also find an accident on East Livingston Avenue west of South James Road. Traffic is slow there as well. Please use caution. This traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low down payments and flexible payment options. Help the customers stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. Your resident heartless bastard. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. 
The podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. I end every commercial the same way, telling you to hire care when you need a company you can trust. It's not just a slogan. It's the care creed with arms wide open. The way they live their life and the way they strive to be remembered by you, the customer, at the end of every interaction with care. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. Getting fatter and angrier by the minute. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Game show coming up at 534. What's the game, Boner? Today we are going to do some dessert trivia in honor of Dessert Madness. You missed it earlier. Cheesecake. Winner. Champion of the bracket. Cheesecake was a two seed to start this whole thing. It went up against Donuts in the championship matchup. Cheesecake won. We let you guys vote on this, so the listeners voted. And if you're interested in my little bracket that I've been scribbling on, I have signed it, Bone has signed it. If you want it, then tweet us, at manandbone971. Tell us why you want it and what you're going to do with it. And we'll pick one of you and ship it off to you. Ship. Ship. That's right. Uh, Speaking of ship, apparently nobody wants Baker Mayfield. Mm -mm. I saw that the Carolina Panthers apparently gave the Browns a no. They're not interested. So a lot of people thinking, well, maybe it's Seattle. They can get something for them there. But let's say they can't. Let's say that for whatever reason, groupthink maybe, these teams perceive Baker Mayfield to be such a problem, they don't want to deal with him. At least they don't want to deal with him and give up something to get him. And the Browns are forced to release him. I read something from the Cabbage today. Where she said, if that were to happen, the Pittsburgh Steelers would pounce on Baker Mayfield if he were just released from the Browns. So here's my question to you, Brownie boy. Mm -hmm. Would you, at $19 million, which is what he's going to make this year, simply just rather keep Baker Mayfield on your roster? Best case scenario for you, I guess, is that he's insulted by this, will not report, will not play, and you don't have to pay him that money. Worst case scenario is he is there. He takes it upon himself to go out and win his job back, at least mentally, when Deshaun Watson is suspended. Baker Mayfield could start the season as your starting quarterback. Maybe he has success, he wins over that town again, and it makes your $230 million acquisition look like a piece of garbage. This is only happening in his mind. Right. But but that's what would motivate him. Sure. Would you rather have that potential sideshow train wreck still on your roster or him be released outright and go to the Steelers, who you know will make him their starting quarterback. I don't care what they just did with Mitch Trubisky. Baker Mayfield will beat out Mitch. He'll be the starting quarterback of that team. And it seems the Pittsburgh Steelers are the St. Louis Cardinals of the National Football League. Every single thing that they do turns out in their favor. I have no doubt that Baker Mayfield will go there and have success and beat your team. Of course. And everyone will be miserable. Which one will you choose? Um, I, I would not let Baker Mayfield go to the Steelers under any circumstance. So you would keep him? On the Browns roster. As bad as I have thought he has looked at times, I do not. By the way, I want to be clear. When I've been talking about Baker Mayfield's shortcomings, I've been saying it as, I don't think he's going to lead you to a Super Bowl. I don't think he's going to lead that team, that group. They needed a better quarterback to get over the hump. But 
That does not mean he can't play quarterback in the NFL. That's a different argument, right? Doesn't mean he can't be a decent starter in the NFL, too. It's just I don't think at the end of the day he makes the best decisions most of the time in crunch time. But there's a lot of throws in the NFL he can still make, and he is a good option for a decent number of teams in the NFL. I feel like if he went to the Steelers, he would end up having the best season he's ever had. because That's just how it works out with the Steelers. Now, I cannot fathom how it will go around the locker room when Deshaun Watson has been brought into the Browns basically as the savior of the franchise. No other way to put that, right? You gave him $230 million no, guarantees. Of course. Yes. So everyone who's associated with the Browns is going to be now all in on the Deshaun Watson take us to the Super Bowl train. Baker hanging around will create a lot of weird what-do-I-do moments in the locker room. From a team chemistry standpoint, it would be absolutely awful. And that, I is, even, that is assuming he would report, though. I yeah. think under this scenario, it's like 80%. He would just stay home and would not report. He would still demand a trade, but the Browns won't give him one. Yeah, And I'm, you won't have to deal with I it. I would be fine with paying all that money because the Haslam's definitely can't have the excuse of like, well, we just don't have the money to give it to him. Well, how? You just restructured Deshaun Watson's deal to be a million dollars this year. You can afford $20 million worth of quarterback. That's still half the price you're going to pay next year. So Even with Jacoby Brissett on yeah, your roster. all three of them combined will not be as much as you're going to pay Deshaun Watson next year. Right. So, yeah, you could have him on the, sal- on the roster just to make sure the Steelers don't get him. And then maybe a deal comes up in the first few weeks where someone gets an injury, they're a good team, and they say, we need to bring in a quarterback who can help us for the rest of the season. Baker could easily be that guy. Yeah, there's no way I would deal him to the Steelers. Well, just, you wouldn't deal him to the Steelers. No, no, no. I, I wouldn't, this, and, I wouldn't and they're not going to do that. I wouldn't release him and then let the Steelers have a chance to pick him up. That's what I'm saying. If that's true. I mean, yeah, this could be a Steelers source just screwing with people's brains. <laughs> could too. be. I don't know. But I, if there's any chance he lands in the Steelers' colors, then he will have the best season he's ever had. I have no doubt about that. I know that you know different teams have different plans. And maybe it's not in this team's best interest to win a bunch of games this year. You can call that tanking if you want. Um, you know, I think that's shrewd business. It's unfortunate for that fan base. I get it. Now, there's a difference between that and your owner going up to the coach saying, I'll give you a hundred grand to lose. Right. There's, there's a, difference a difference between those course, two things. Yeah. But I am, like you, surprised that there is no apparently no market for Baker Mayfield out there. Look, not wanting to extend a guy, not thinking that he's the right emotional fit for your locker room. I get all of that. Clearly, yeah. it's it hasn't worked out in Cleveland. It's not going to work out. I understand that, even if I don't understand giving Deshaun Watson $230 million. I understand how Baker, you want to move on from him. But nobody has interest in Baker Mayfield? Yeah, I find that really weird. And let's not forget, I went back and pulled this article up today because I just wanted to remember what it was like. This was from... I mean, if you can remember back this long, because it was pre-pandemic, August 20th of 2019, GQ did that article on Baker Mayfield. Uh, It was titled, Baker Mayfield is Feeling Dangerous. And it talked about how they went to a steakhouse where the Baker Mayfield was on the menu. And the author was saying to Baker, did you feel like you deserved that when they did it right after you started your like first or second game? And he said, no, I didn't feel it then. But he said, now I do. He said, quote, just because I know where we're headed. And then here's the quote from the article. Where exactly that may be is a subject of fevered conjecture in Cleveland and in the NFL, but this brings addition of wide receiver Odell Beckham Jr. to a roster that already features, you know, Nick Chubb and Jarvis Landry, Miles Garrett. Says the good money is the Browns are likely to win their division. 
Just think about it. That's where this team was less than three years ago. And now we're at a point where Baker Mayfield can't play in the NFL. Like you can't, well, you can't find someone who wants him at the current rate. Three which years is, ago. Let's go back one year. True enough. Last offseason, we're talking about this team and how they almost beat the Chiefs. And if you tweak a couple different things, this is a team that could play in the Super Bowl. Everybody was talking about that. Yeah. Except for Colin Cowherd. And by the way, I hate that on some level, this makes Colin Cowherd right. Oh, that they had to move on from Baker? Yes. Yeah. I mean, well, like, I'm no fan of Baker. I don't care about the Browns. I mean, I care because you care. Yeah. And I like to talk about interesting football, but. Colin Cowherd taking a victory lap on this makes me sick to my stomach. Yeah, Baker didn't not succeed because he wears a backwards hat or has a little too much swagger. He didn't succeed because he can't make the reads. Like, not because he didn't work hard. I know, and Colin Colin will tell you he said all those things, but he had a personal issue with somebody. Yeah, that's right. And that's why he had those opinions. Absolutely. Not because he was breaking down game film. No, but Cowherd's just a blowhard who, when he gets something right, he lets you know. When he gets it wrong, he quickly moves on and yeah, forgets he ever said it. Trust me, I know. Game show coming up. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good evening. Watch out for an accident blocking the two left lanes of 270 eastbound after US 23. Traffic is stop and go from Route 315 in this area. Emergency crews are on scene trying to get things cleaned up, but please be very careful over here. Plan about a 20-minute slowdown. This traffic report is sponsored by Fresh Time Market. Aerial about flavor and freshness at your local Fresh Time Market. This week, save on a six-ounce container of fresh blackberries. Just 99 cents now through March 22nd. Fresh Time Market. Get real. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Barely famous. Incredibly stupid. Back to Man and Bone. If you haven't checked out our podcast, what are you waiting for? Maybe for the show to get good? Well, that's never going to happen. Go to wherever you get your audio. Search Common Man and T-Bone. You'll see our cartoon faces pop up. Click subscribe. Every single show comes right to your device free of charge. Do it now. We finished up Dessert Madness in the 4 o'clock hour. Cheesecake was the winner. Number two seed to start the tournament. It won the whole thing. If you'd like to hear the Elite Eight and how that went down, that's the 4 o'clock hour today. Game show time. All right, man. Today we are going to do some dessert trivia in honor of Dessert Madness. So I'm going to give you some questions about various desserts right, and I'm confections, ready. and we'll see how you do. with dessert. Okay. Here we go. Number one, which state regularly leads the nation in consumption of jello per capita? Somewhere in the south. Well, the choices are Utah, California, or Colorado. So not the now south. That, that surprises me. Uh, they're a little behind the times in Utah. I'm going to say Utah. You are correct. Jello was made the official state snack in 2001 due to this fact. But yes, they are regularly the number one consumer. Like we learned that uh, Canada, the number one consumer of mac and cheese, the Kraft mac and yeah, cheese they variety. call it Kraft dinner. Kraft dinner, yeah. But it's the same stuff that we get here. They just eat more of it than we do, which is shocking. Uh, next up, in which country would you find a custard tart 
with a deliciously crispy and flaky pastry shell filled to the brim with a sweet, creamy custard center. I mean, I've, I've had many of these in in England. Okay. I would well, assume that's the answer. No, this, this comes from either, and I'll tell you the name of it in a second. Uh, this is, they dust it in this country with a light dusting of cinnamon. And it's oh, now I know warm. what it is. Well, Japan, South Africa, or Portugal, where do you find this dish? Portugal. Yes. Do you know what it is? It's do called. I, do I know what it's called? It's no. Por- Portugal's right. You are correct. So ding, ding. But uh, Teddy, pa- didn't, Teddy didn't care. Pastéis de nada was created in the 18th century by monks in Portugal. They sh- sold these pastries in their neighborhood in Lisbon. Eventually, selling the recipe to a local sugar refinery when the mon- when the yeah monastery I guess went away or whatever. The owners in 1837 opened Fabrica de Pastéis de Belém. The descendants of that family still own that business to this day, Beautiful. and they created this this pastéis de nada, which is a, a Portuguese delicacy now. You can get it everywhere. I've never been to Portugal, but I would like to I've go. I've always heard it's excellent, and I yeah, I'm with you. I'd like to go. Which Girl Scout cookie leads in sales every single year? Tagalong, Samoas, or Thin Mints? Now, I am a Tagalong guy. Anything with peanut butter, but I'm just trying to put my head into the minds of the general public. For me, it's Tagalong, but I'm sure you're going to tell me it's Thin Mint. You are correct. Thin Mints account for 25% of all Girl Scout cookies sold in a given year. Thin Mints are delicious, but they've got no peanut butter in them. No, they don't, but they are also, they they store well. I mean, all of them, I guess, technically do, but you can put Thin Mints in the freezer for, I don't know. Keep them around for a long time? Yeah, you can, but then I'm saying, like, when you break them out, it's not like... we? Would it, well, no. I eat them Fair as soon enough. as I get them. No, but I can understand how people would say, I'm going to buy 10 boxes of these and I'll put them in the freezer and I'll have one every now and then. One box, <laughs> not one sleeve. Anyway, uh, next up. Have the lotto numbers on a fortune cookie ever actually led to someone winning the lottery? Yes or no? I'm sure you'll tell me yes. You are correct. In 2005, a bunch of fortune cookies all had the correct numbers for the lottery drawing causing there to be 110 winning tickets across the U.S. Everyone walked away with over $176,000 before taxes. The jackpot was approximately $19 million at the time. So not a lot. I mean, it's like the movie uh, Bruce Almighty, where he just answers everybody's prayers. And they win the lottery. And everybody right. wins the lottery. They all win like <laughs> seven bucks. Yeah, not great. Uh, what country would you find Dragon Beard Candy? Which I should say this, you could probably find it in all these countries. Where would it? Where does it originate, and where is it known to originate from? Japan, China, or South Korea? I am not familiar with this. I'm going to say it's South Korea. Oh, sorry. Um, Dragon Beard candy is a Chinese dessert, and I, if you've never seen this made, you really need to check it out. It really only has two ingredients: it's sugar and maltose syrup. All right. Sometimes they mix in like peanut flavoring or sesame seed flavoring or coconut. But generally speaking, what you see is like there are long strands of this stuff. It almost looks like a spider web or like silk. You know, like just very fine, thin threads that they then fold and pull and fold and pull until you have thousands of these threads and then they give it to you they dip it in a bunch of confectioner's sugar and it looks delicious i've never had it but yeah you'd have to go china is where this comes from i'm sure other places sell it but yeah dragon well, beer i'm not candy. going to china so well go look up dragon beer candy maybe you'll want to 
Uh, how much chocolate does the average Swiss citizen consume in a year? Over, under 15 pounds of chocolate. I'm going to go over. You are correct. 19 pounds is the latest average, according to studies, that the average Swiss citizen now, just a eats a lot of chocolate. Now, here's a question for you that I'm sure you don't have the answer to. Probably don't. Who consumes more chocolate, the Swiss or the Belgians? Oh, I don't know. Because they also eat a ton of chocolate. See, yeah. I would think that'd be a nice little battle there to see who could eat Teddy, more. Teddy, look that up. Belgians right. or Swiss? Who eats more chocolate? Next up, which television show featured a reference to cheesecake in over 100 episodes? Golden Girls, Seinfeld, or Frasier? Golden Girls. They would always eat cheesecake. They did indeed. And do you know who hated cheesecake? B. Famously? Arthur hated cheesecake. Yes, she did. You got it right. B. Arthur also hated Betty White. Oh, that's not true. Well, they didn't get along. Well, okay, but... I don't think they hated each other. I think they they figured it out afterwards. Well, they said, we make a lot of money together, so let's pretend like we like each other. Just like we do it together. (laughs) That's right. Cinnamon Roll Day is an actual holiday celebrated every year in a country which claims to have first made the dish. Which country is that? Denmark, Norway, or Sweden? Who owns the uh, patent on the cinnamon roll? Denmark, Norway, Sweden. Let's go with Denmark, Bone. Ooh, sorry. Sweden and Finland actually both lay claim to the birthplace of cinnamon rolls and thus both have a day on October 4th called Cinnamon Roll Day. The holiday was more or less a marketing gimmick done in 1999 by Swedish Home Baking Council to try to sell more yeast, butter, and sugar every year. But surprisingly, because they have a lot of these, I guess, in Sweden, where it's like, oh, today's National you know, Chicken Leg Day and go out oh, and eat we chicken have, legs. We have that too. Right, but this one actually took off and now it has become kind of a thing Beautiful. in Sweden. People go out and they Let's go. They have lots of cinnamon rolls. So if you're going to go to Sweden, October is the time, early October. Go during the cinnamon roll festivals or whatever they're doing over there. Next up, was the Chocolate River in the original Willy Wonka movie made with real chocolate? Yes or no? I mean, I don't see how it could be. No. Yes. It was real it chocolate. Was. Well... All right. It was real chocolate mixed with cream and water to, you know... Well, yes, I assume it wasn't just solid chocolate. chocolate. But they said, unfortunately, because of it being the real ingredient, it started to spoil very quickly. And the set smelled for most of the shoots that they did where they had the Chocolate River going. There's over 150,000 gallons of water they mixed with chocolate. And finally, what country is known for picarones? Uh, Colombia, Bolivia, or Peru? Where would you get a picarone? Can you tell me what it is? Um, yeah, it's a donut they make by deep frying a combination of sweet potatoes, squash, flour, yeast, sugar, and anise. Uh, let's go with Peru, Bone. It is a Peruvian donut. There you go. So if you go to Peru... Anise, huh? Is that how you say that? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know if it was that. No, or- just... Seems like they get the a little uh, star, flavor. little star, right? Isn't that what the anus comes as? And then you, yeah, yeah. Teddy just popped in my ear and said anus because he's thanks, thanks, Ted. Five years old. Who eats more chocolate, Teddy? The Swiss or the Belgians? Did you find the answer? The Swiss. Oh, really? What's the margin? The Swiss. It says per capita chocolate consumption in kilograms, eight point eight for Switzerland, Belgium, five point six. Let's get moving. Mm-hmm. Belgium's got a lot of other things. They got waffles. Austria was second, actually. Really? More chocolate in Austria than Switzerland. I've always heard Belgium. Belgium's a very nice place to go. I've always heard Europe's tonight. We're just talking about well, all these I've countries been, in Europe. I've been yes. to Europe. I, I can wanted tell to go you to quite a few things. places. Yeah. But Belgium, you know, they have a lot of French fries there. 
Oh, sure. And yeah. they, they like French fries the way that I like my French fries. Which is? Dipped in mayonnaise. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I've never done that. Mm. I mean, Have you I've tried had, it? I mean, you've I've, had, had, I've had mayo-based sauces. You're not opposed like to mayonnaise. No, no, no. I've dipped things. I've dipped fries into like different dips made of mayonnaise yes. with other spices right. in it. But I've never just done pure mayo. Well, I'll do pure mayo. And then they, you know, I, I was actually at a place. I think it was in Indy where one of the appetizers was a fry sampler where they bring out some fresh hot fries, mm. thin fries too, like I like them. Yeah. Not, not a steak fry, although I'm not going to turn down a steak fry, but then they give you a variety of flavored dips. Yep's. I love that. All mayonnaise based. That's what it should be. I mean, I'm, I'm good with a good ketchup. I love ketchup, but I like fat go. on fat. <laughs> I agree with that too. Yeah. Ketchup's not fatty enough for me. That's this show's other name. Fat, fat on, on fat. fat. Yep. Back page coming up. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good evening. You'll find an earlier accident has cleared from the roadway of East Livingston Avenue west of South James Road. All lanes have reopened in that area. The traffic is still slow as it recovers. You'll also find some delays on 71 southbound between 5th Avenue and East Broad Street. Strive Report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low down payments and flexible payment options. Help the customers stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common Man here for care, heating, and cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed, and the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Buckeye Show, coming up at the top of the hour, the fine host of the Buckeye Show, your friend and mine, Timmy Hull. Hello, Timmy. Oh, you guys. Bone Man. What's going on? We had uh, Cheesecake win the Dessert Madness. How about that? Congratulations, Cheesecake. That's wonderful. It's not like you don't have a whole restaurant chain named after you. Had a good celebrate run. Celebrate you. Yeah, that's right. Well, yeah. Cheesecake's got a lot of variety to it, right? You can Let's say there's a dessert flavor you like. Maybe chocolate yeah. and peanut butter. Yeah. Or you, can, you can get it. You can get it in a cheesecake. So that's part of the allure. You know what? I don't... You know, one of my favorite things for a dessert or anything, I've told you, is lemon. I don't know mm-hmm. if I've ever had a lemon cheesecake. I've I've never really had loads of cheesecake. I don't go out of my way to get it, but if it's there, I do like it. I, I enjoy it. I'm it's quite very sure good. you can get yourself a lemon cheesecake. Yeah, like that exists, There's gotta right? Be, yeah, certainly some type of, yeah, something lemony. I'm sure they do like a key lime cheesecake. That's in the same That would be very thing. tasty. That Lem- would be tasty as way, well. Lemon bars got eliminated before we even got to the Elite Eight, and I was so brokenhearted about that, because if I'd have known they were going to bring in lemon bars... Well, lemon bar went to the Sweet 16. It's not like it totally crapped out. I know, but the Elite Eight is where Platinum Fox then was like, oh, I'm going to bring in a sampling of all these foods so you can have them in the office. If we had had lemon bars here, I would have been... I would not have been able to do the show. I would have just eaten all of them and passed out. I didn't inquire... Was pound cake in the bracket yes, at all? Pound, pound Early cake on, there. was it only? And was I it bounced was, in I the was second stumping. round. I was stumping for pound cake. These two idiots didn't. No, want I was pound not a big fan of pound cake. I love. How do you not like pound cake? It's, it's delicious. It's, it's refreshing. It's not too many frills on it. Mmm. I never. 
I, it, I like I, how you refer to something that's made with a pound of butter yeah. as refreshing. <laughs> like you're <laughs> sipping on some country time lemonade right. on the porch. I, don't, I never oh thought, my Lord, I want some of that pound cake. Oh, I can <laughs> run a marathon after I eat that pound cake. I, I've never thought of... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I've never thought on a hot summer day what I really need is some pound cake. Pound cake, pound cake Claire. was a 12 seed. Okay. Pound cake went out to Twinkies in the first round. 12-5 matchup? Yeah. Would you take a pound cake over like a Twinkie right now? I'd take a lemon pound cake slice over a Twinkie. Okay. All right. Yes, I would. Would you, Mike? I do love a pound cake. It's delicious. A lemon pound cake with that sliver of frosting or icing, whatever you're going to make me call it, on the top. Mm. What a prop going to make you call Whatever it. Whatever you're going to make him call it. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Give me some icing. I didn't Frosting, know which, I didn't, damn it. I still don't know which one's right or wrong. Well, we, I have no we, idea. we discovered this. It's because, what was it? You were, you said you were saying the, the Pillsbury that when you look at the can, says frosting it says on it. icing. Right. And I said, yeah, no, I it wrong. doesn't. It says frosting. And I Icing's said, for I'd you Virginia it. hillbillies in the South. <laughs> right, yeah. I said I'd call it whatever the label says. I just, you know what? It though, does say frosting. I I, this is the thing that I have happened like once or twice a week working with Common Man for the last 10 years. It's like, I didn't know that was a thing. Like frosting or icing. I didn't know that would draw a reaction. I had no idea. I thought they were interchangeable terms, but apparently not. So then I, so I learned. Well, they are. If you're a hillbilly. <laughs> I am. That's, I guess I am. What's coming up on the Buckeye show tonight? Coming up tonight, I, I heard you talking about a bone. We were, we were watching the end of that women's basketball game mm-hmm. last night. It was a wild finish. If you guys missed it, I'll break that down. Spent the morning out at the Woody Hayes. There was a little bit of open practice there for spring football. Ryan Day had a press conference, so some thoughts from that. And a quick, brief look at the men's basketball roster and how it's going to shake down for next season. Buckeye Show, top of the hour, right here on The Fan. Back page. The Back Page. The Back Page. With Common Man and T-Bone. Sponsored by Care Heating and Cooling. When you need a company you can trust, call 1-800-COOLING. Bone. Well, man, one of the more memorable moments of this NCAA tournament this year has been when uh, Indiana was playing St. Mary's. Uh, the five seed was taken on the 12 seed there. Indiana <laughs> won the play-in game, and the ball got stuck at the top of the basketball support there in Portland and they couldn't figure out a way to get it. They didn't have a broomstick or anything long enough to reach up there. And so at some point, everyone kind of came to the idea of why don't we put one of the cheerleaders up there? They lift each other up all the time. So a male cheerleader lifted up a female cheerleader. Uh, Cassidy Cerny is her name. She was the one who actually got the ball. Nathan Paris, the other cheerleader, lifted her up there. They saved the day. And actually, Andrew Catalan said the cheerleader saves the day. That was kind of the phrase that came out of that highlight. Well, now Cassidy Cerny is banking in on a little name image of like this. Good, good. I was hoping. Yeah, I don't know if it's going to be a ton of money, but Breaking T-Shirts is a company that makes these type of like rapid response kind of shirts. When they see something, they make it. People buy it. So they have a, a An image? artist mock-up of her grabbing the ball off the top of the thing, and it says... Cheerleader saves the day. So if you want a shirt memorializing that, you can get one. And she gets a little cut of that. So good for her. Buckeye Show is coming up next. Jack, it's time at 6.30. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. 
Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Some slowdowns to watch out for on the roads. You'll find 270 eastbound after US 23. An accident still blocking the left lane. Traffic is bumper to bumper from Route 315 and still continues to build. Police and ODOT crews remain on scene, getting things clear, but please be very cautious in the meantime. Starving Report is sponsored by Fresh Time Market. Get real about flavor and freshness at your local Fresh Time Market. This week, save on a six-sun container of fresh blackberries, just 99 cents, now through March 22nd. Fresh Time Market, get real. Only an array with fan traffic. Common man here for care, heating, and cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. The Lindsay Honda Studios. Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit lindsayhonda.com. WBNSFM, HD1 Columbus, The Fan. Hey, Common Man here. I know what you're thinking. This guy again. But... We have some special bonus stuff for you. Sponsored, of course, by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. One is angry, the other one is bald. What do you think I mean, bald? Bald! Bald, bald! Here's man and bone. I want to point something out. All right. I, too, would be bald. If I don't, if I didn't take these pills every single day, <laughs> I've been taking the Propecia pills or whatever the generic is called now yeah. for almost 20 years. It's called amateur Pecia. <laughs> hey. I didn't think about it for a second. Good job. <laughs> and I'm so terrified that if I stop taking these pills, like my hair will just fall out in one day. All of it. Yeah. Well, it's funny because we were watching last night. I had the NBA games on and uh, ESPN. I'm trying to remember who was alongside uh, Richard Jefferson. I wanted, Richard I Jefferson. Yes. Uh, maybe, I don't remember. It's one of the bald guys that does ESPN broadcast, whatever. And so Richard Jefferson is obviously shaved head. This guy also shaved head, you know, probably trying to forestall the inevitable. And Melissa's like, wow, man, everybody's just, you know, out here not embracing their baldness. And I'm like, You're, I, I too shave, like I don't let it grow long. I don't have like the, you know, coconut with a Hulu skirt on it. Like, no, I'm not going to do you that. Need a different look, and you can't shave it all the way. No, you I, can't be totally bald. You look like a clan member. Thanks. You, thanks. you would. I, you would look like a total I clan mean, member if you were totally bald. I would think you look like a clan member if you show up with a hood on. Like that makes you. Yeah, but don't you just stop? What it am now. I supposed to do? I'm bald. Like I just. You have that look to you. A fat white guy. There's bald. No, is there are it? other white people who can pull it off. I'm just saying that that's not something you could pull off. I don't think. No, I have like shaved it all the way down. It's too much maintenance. That's I don't know if people realize that's a lot of shaving. That is you got to do it every day. Yeah, oh yeah, to get the to get the cue ball look. Yeah, like I have the stubble going, and sometimes it gets a little longer. Then I have to shave it back down. But the the cue ball polished dome thing. That's a whole nother level. Like of Stanley commitment. Tucci. Stanley Tucci is a white guy, but he can pull off the shaved head look without you looking at Stanley Tucci like, oh, he's 
going to burn a cross on somebody's lawn. But you're you, saying I, I think you're people saying get the wrong impression. You would accuse me of it, even though you know me and know I would never do right. something like that. I that's, know, I know, I've known you the, for years. That's bad. But I would just yell well, racist at you and run away. Well, I'm glad I don't shave my head all the way down. Then is it okay where it is now? Because oh, I'm fine want, now. Okay, good. I yeah, just want to make sure. Like every other fat soccer loving yes, guy. Good. Right I, don't, <laughs> I don't want to give off any vibes that are not accurate. So good. All right. A special thank you for consuming all the stupidity we can safely shove down your gullet. Come back for more podcasts. And again, the podcast is sponsored by our friends because they pay us. Care, heating, and cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. Stop listening now. The podcast is over. Turn it off. Go do something. (laughs) 